0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Ike Live. Uh, Thanks for hanging in there with us a couple minutes. Uh, Really cool show so far. You know, we got you caught up on what's going on. We uh, had Scott Sewell on to talk about the travesty uh, down at the Middle River. Giant fish kill going on. Terrible, terrible situation. Uh, And and now we're going to get to the real thrust of the show, and this is exciting for me. And and we got to see a video, which was awesome. You know, and and I, you know, you guys were kind of getting drinks and stuff, and I was kind of sitting here looking at my notes and watching that video, and it really does, uh, it, it makes, you know, a guy like me, makes me, for, for you it's probably second nature, right, because you guys are <laughs> engaged in this shit all the time, but it, it, it makes you emotional a little bit, because, yeah. you know, it, it, it kind of brings to light, you guys are, fuck, having some heavy shit going on. We've uh, we've we've been there and, uh, and done that. Yeah, you could
1: uh, you could say that. It's, yeah. Uh, I think I think more importantly though, Mike, um, we're we're a couple of regular dudes. Right. You know. Yeah. We we just happen to be in the right or wrong, depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah. Place at the right or wrong time.
0: Right. And let me remind everybody, for people tuning in late, you know, we've got two amazing guests tonight on the couch. Uh, we, we've got two guys that are special special operation guys, Green Beret guys, guys that have seen it all, done it all uh you know guys that protect our freedoms day in and day out uh Mark and Captain Jack in the house tonight do you want to mark you want to get into a little bit ha,
2: talk talk about your your history in the military your career thus far um I've been in for quite a few years I'm coming up like 26 years right now uh, so next year uh, I'll probably start my retirement process and uh can't come soon enough you know right. like I, i'm just it's about time just it's about time, to, it's time yeah. here <laughs> just going come out on. fishing with pete you know and i got rudy in the background all the time telling come me yeah. all right, you know, so, Uh, but really excited about it you know big change in life uh, i've been at it my whole adult life you know I, yeah. before i was adult uh i came into army when i was 17 uh into the north dakota national guard and um so it's I've never known anything else other yeah. than you know just than the service uh, big military background for the family um so both sides of the family and I've uh, been plugging away at it for a long long time yeah and it's just uh it's been a ride it's been fun you know yep. it's just you know we look at it we watch the video and that you know it's that's work. Yeah. You, know, you guys are going to work, we go to work. Yeah. Same thing. It is we don't really look at it any different than that.
0: Yeah. No,
2: what's interesting, I want to talk about it,
0: Rudy, I want to switch sure. to you. And we were talking at the bar before the show started. Yep. And, and and you know, it's interesting because I think a lot of us, uh, you know, regular civilians, even military guys, look at what you guys have done and are doing and they're kinda like, Oh man, those guys Those guys are out there. Those guys are—they're a different, different breed. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, because at the end of the day, you're regular dudes. Yeah. yeah. But you were just—you're just really good at what you do, right? It's like any other job. Exactly. Talk—talk a little bit about that for a second.
1: So, so like you said, it's uh, like—it's like any other job, very similar to you winning the classic, yeah, or or other awards that uh, that you guys have received. It's—it's. We are specially screened. And, and psychologically profiled early on to to be selected for these types of jobs, these types of missions that we go on, and and it's just something that uh, you know we we fell into. We're we're extremely passionate, we're extremely loyal. Yeah. Um. And and we're, it's always a hundred percent. Either do it right or don't bother at all. Yeah. Because a lot of times, uh, the things that we've been involved with are, you know, everything from the tactical to strategic level yeah. for the United States, and and. Frankly, the world. So yeah. it's it's pretty important.
0: It's a, it's interesting, and you know we, what we always do on this show, because you know where this show is Ike Live, and and it's a fishing show sorta. So we always we've got all these guests on. And we always try to compare everything to fishing. Right? Absolutely. We've had professional MMA guys on. We've had N- NHL superstars. We have every walk of life on here, and we always try to make these comparisons to fishing. But it's tough. When I look at what you guys have done and what you're doing and what you've been through, it's tough to make the comparison, right? Because we were talking earlier about, you know, Pete was scared for his life when Brian was freaking gunning him through there, you know, on the outboard. or, You, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I'm out in Lake Erie in eight-foot waves, scared. Yeah. i got to make a 30-mile run out to Peely or past Peely, and I'm scared. Or... You know, I'm pissed or I'm mad or you know, I, I that fish is caught in that that log jam and I go over and it gets off and oh fuck it's the end of the world and I'm but it's not I, I mean what you guys do I don't can't even compare it it's so different Do you know what I mean like I, I I see where you're coming from with on one perspective
1: but on the other perspective on the other hand I I see it as the exact same. It's right. the exact, all the feelings, all the emotions, the anger, the fear. Yeah. The, and if guys in our business say they're not scared, they're they're lying to right. you. Right. But the, the frustration, the anger, the fear, the happiness, the joy, the blood, sweat, tears, all that's the exact same. Right. Exactly the same. How about
3: well, that? Well, you know, just to make a comment on that, because we yeah. talked about this while we were fishing. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he comment uh, Rudy commented that stress is stress. Yeah, right. Right. No matter what. Like, you know, I'm I've told him about my stressful situation about out on tour. Right. Your right. Your sponsorships went south. I've got to get a check in this tournament or I don't get to pay my mortgage. Yeah. Right. And there's stress. There's anxiety. I mean, you can't sleep and you're but to me, that's a lot different stress than if if I fail. Right. I miss a mortgage payment. You know, if you fail, you're dead. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah, life, yeah. life or yeah. death
0: is a it, little different. It's, yeah. it,
3: that, there's, there's got to be a it's difference. A there. You know? It's A lot different.
1: Well, uh, it fits actually yes. You know, technically, life or death, that is an ultimate yeah. difference. But, you know, you take, uh, you know, you could be a, a 12-year-old in middle school or something getting picked on by a bully. The, the, and I'm, I'm no doctor by any stretch, but this is just something that I've reflected on over the years. Uh, you know, thinking about some of the situations that i've been in and and it's a combination of you know good training uh uh, small things like breathing techniques luck and a lot of factors that go into why i'm sitting here tonight um but more importantly the the physiological and the psychological aspects of stress apply to everybody right it's the same for everybody right again you could be a kid in middle school getting picked on by a bully yeah the you have the same effects being being put on that kid as as I do or Mark does, you know, uh, running head-on into a gunfight. Right. Whether it's a, a, a tournament angler, you know, losing a tournament, or uh, can't pay your mortgage, failing your sponsors, or whether you're a cop like yeah. Dave, you know, shooting a bad guy. I mean, it's... The, the the effects are the same same very yeah, similar yeah.
3: we found out that none of us can sleep exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big commonality yeah it's common non-sleepers yeah, yeah. non-sleepers yeah. St- result of stress i guess now yeah.
0: i, I want to know but question for both of you and i'm sure. going to start with mark how uh, i want to know how you guys got into fishing because okay. you know a lot of times you look at you know uh, Guys, look at a uh, guy that has a career military background like yourself, and they say, "How the hell does this guy even fish? How does he have time to fish? He's overseas. He have time? How does get? How did you get into it? how did you? How did you get into the sport of fishing?" Uh, I've been
2: fishing my whole life, um, from when you were a kid. From when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I'm from Dump Truck County, North Dakota, way, way, way out in the country. Um, like three TV channels, still got three TV channel out there. Uh, we have a crick. Since I'm up north, I could say crick. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. it's very, very yeah. Northern Pittsburgh esque. Yeah, ate yeah. oatmeal this morning. Told Rudy how great oh, yeah. it was to eat oatmeal and pass on the grits. And, uh, but you know, we had a crick through our land. Um, so from you know five years old, I was probably by myself already on it by five, and um, just you know, awesome fishery. Yeah. Uh, from bluegill to Uh, Pike, to, you know, just everything in there. Everything, anything that been. Yep, so it was all right there the whole time. Uh, So, you know, brought it the whole life, and then uh, once I joined the Army, you know, we don't have any bases up north, so then I kind of got away from the Northern fishing and and just about everywhere that I've been stationed, you know, it's been around, you know, largemouth or anything like that. So yeah. it's kind of naturally progressed and, over to and it. And
3: you happen to be stationed on Lake Eufaula
0: right now.
2: Wow, but we're <laughs> but we're close to it. You know, we're we're at Bragg right now. Okay. Um, but the you know we fish a lot on Eufaula. We're down there at the ABA military tournament quite a bit. But right. the, yeah, that and the the, the Benny guys have an unbelievable. Uh I don't think I would ever leave the post so I'd be that close to Upala wow. But yeah, so it's a whole life has been around yeah. fishing more or less and um you know, I knew I knew it then as a kid fishing already, you know it was uh, you know you you just the adventure of it, and the, going out by yourself, doing all that, and it, it, later on in life, it, it lined up with what I'm doing. Usually, so, when it so, bites
0: so. you early like that, it sticks with you through, throughout Definitely. your life.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, Rudy, how about you? How, how did you get oh, involved boy. in the
1: sport? Very similar. Very similar story. Uh, I, I used to get my ass whipped a lot when I was a kid because I would skip school to go fishing. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was bored. I can uh, relate to that. Yeah, I can absolutely. relate to that. I've done that a few times. And, uh, and, uh, I started out, you know, sane, uh, not, not as quite as young as Mark, but, uh, I was trying to impress a girl. Wow. And, and I was in South Central Florida, a little bit country. Yeah. And, uh, uh had this, uh, young little thing and, uh, wanted to take her fishing. So, uh, wow. ended up taking her fishing and it was, I didn't, didn't know a whole lot about it. and yeah. uh went fishing we were in the little canals you know freshwater canals back then and uh bass and you know little catfish and things like that in the water but uh it got i got so ate up with it that i would start to skip school and i would skip school like ah the chick or the fishing (laughs) well but well (laughs) to be to be quite honest a little bit of both but fishing actually dominated began to dominate it so uh yeah so i'd skip school and i'd let it go a little bit too long and uh you end up getting caught, getting trouble, taking an ass whipping, and uh, get right back to fishing. Like I yeah. said, it sticks with you. It does. It, it, it's ate me up, man. I can't, uh, I can't get away from it. Hey, <laughs> uh,
3: I'm sorry. Just, to yeah. I fish with these guys. They're the real deal. These are fish heads, just like. Uh, yeah. I mean, fish they,
0: heads, yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: They were so, uh, you know, caught up with fishing that I had to get them to slow down.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
3: guys, it was 32 degrees last night out here in the Chesapeake. <laughs> man, you got a, Rudy's got a seven to one gear ratio crankbait rod. I heard it, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Heard he th- it. He thinks he's down in South Texas. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, wow.
0: Now, what's interesting, what I thought was funny is, um, you got into fishing. Because of a girl. And we always talk about when we were young, when we were in that, you know, middle school, high school. Mm -hmm. But see, you were in Florida, right? So fishing was cool. When we were young, we were that age, it was the opposite. We always talk about how we're like, we tried to hide the fact that we were fishing. And here,
1: (laughs) the girl created the fishing. That's awesome.
0: Do you remember her name? Do you want to give her a shout out?
1: I, uh... Oh boy, what was it, Kelly Dryman. Where'd you go, Kelly Dryman. Say that to the camera right there. Shout Carrie, out to Kelly. Kerry, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Kelly later, but uh, I was real young.
0: <laughs>
1: Got to give props to my wife, man. She's put up with some. She's put up with some shit, boy, for the last 25 yeah. years. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, how yeah. do you guys know each other?
1: Uh the job through the job. Okay, through the yeah, job. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, our community's pretty small. It's pretty tight. Yeah. And and it, you usually don't. If you don't hear a guy's name, you start to question that. That's an indicator. Gotcha. You, and it's, it's just like everything else. It's either going to be good or it's going to be bad. Right. Uh, there's very little in between. Um, but uh, through the job, you know, uh, we met each other and it just clicked, you know, yeah. especially with the commonality of fishing. Right. It, it really clicked off and uh, just... Been running with it. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Now, Pete, I want to I wanna switch you because you've been teasing us with these little Uh-oh. tidbits <laughs> of what happened. But uh, for those of you watching, uh, you got to fish with these guys on Saturday on the Upper Chesapeake Bay. Yep. You just alluded to the fact that the conditions were tough. Uh, Post-cold front, you know, the tra- fall transitional bass. Talk, from your point of view, talk, talk a little bit about how that day went. How, how was the experience? It,
3: it was a challenging day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. it, it was. It, it, we were challenging. It, it that,
5: make sure you look at the camera for this whole thing because
0: you, <laughs> your new style is amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sorry.
0: He's crushing on your hair again. <laughs> uh, it's a, I, I love it. Uh, well, um, <laughs>
4: I'm
3: sorry. Pete. Hey, we had a we had a tough day. I mean it's it's fishing this time of year in the winter. It seems like you have great days and then you have to struggle to find them again. Uh, you and I just two days prior, uh, we caught a pile of fish. We did We yeah. caught some quality fish and we left them biting. We did and uh, we dialed in on a very good technique that we caught almost all of our fish on yeah. We couldn't get a bite on that technique. Wow! When I, yeah. when I was out with these guys, how about that? Not, I'm sorry, I did catch like a white perch. Yeah, I caught one white perch right. on that technique, and I wow. I fished it. I would say 30 or 40 percent of the day, and I'm talking about a silver buddy, you know, the blade style bait technique. Blade bait. Yeah, yep. bait. bait. And uh, you know we were so effective with it, couldn't catch them. We were str- we were struggling with it, but uh, and it was cold out in the morning, and boy, these guys were so excited to be fishing. I was I was happy to have them, and you know the enthusiasm was great. We talked about yeah. you know some of the similarities that all the fishermen have and that you guys have that you know, and, and I think that's one of them. They're, they're, we're all tough to beat. Yeah. You know when when times get tough, when conditions get tough. I mean, as an angler, you've got to get tough, man. Hammer you, down. You got to put the hammer down. Yeah. You got to you got to find a, a solution, and 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 you know that's what we did. We worked hard all day, and uh, Mark started off with a massive catch first thing in the morning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it <it's> <laughs> I think it was about. He was just about an inch shorter than the he baby
0: using. Wow. <laughs> you know? He's always doing that to me, though. The yeah. He's hey, always doing
2: it. A lot baby. of guys would have had problem hooking that fish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right?
0: And hey, isn't there always uh there's always a prize for first
2: fish caught? Yeah. So, yeah. you got that. And yeah. i shook off numerous fish by then already yeah. I wanted both of them to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. we are trying to That's let right. them We're trying right. to build yeah. our confidence right. and we right. appreciate that, Mark. Thank you for that.
3: <laughs> and we we uh, we battled and we moved similar to the way we fished two days prior and we went and uh we went up and looked for current mm-hmm. and it was gone no it was yeah. like it was slick there was no flow north wind stopped the flow wow we we had to abandon that and we come back and we're looking for different techniques and uh you know we caught a few on a shaky head we caught a few doing different things and then we went back to the current late in the day and and uh there were some fish starting to relate to those current based stuff and uh Rudy was Rudy was the big stick right at the end and, and slammed a, a really nice quality four pound class largemouth, which uh which was pretty exciting. smallie a rather, smallmouth, that's what I meant to say. But uh it, it, it was awesome, you know, listening to the stories. I tell you, Mark, he had one of the greatest stories about getting introduced to fishing with your grandfather.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: This was the best. This is yeah. so cool. If you're thinking about a way to take Vegas fishing, yeah.
2: you're not supposed
4: to take them
3: fishing.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, Mark's grandpa.
0: I want to hear. Well, we gotta yeah. hear
4: it now. I'll, I'll, I'll pay <laughs> hell for this.
2: Yeah. Um, so my my grandpa uh, loved fishing for northern pike, um, and he he was a bobber guy and tied a giant sucker minnow on and throw it out and you know either his brother or a couple of his buddies or something they'd be in the back of the pickup camper playing pinochle the rest of the day. And he had a little fancy rod holder that had a little buzzer on it. So once his pole started getting yeah. pulled into then the yep. buzzer would go off. He'd come running out and reel it in. But while uh, while he was doing that, then I'd be running up and down the bank with my little MEP spinners or whatever northern fishing. Uh, but what he used to do was he'd kind of get me on the side. He, we were all on the same farm, out in the same farm yard out there, that, that he'd want to fish the next day. He didn't like fishing the weekend because there would be a lot of people right. running that. so. Uh, it was always during school days, uh, but he would send me out, you know, kind of give me the wink like, hey, you know, the the minnow tank is a little low right now with some suckers. Maybe you should put some suckers in it. Uh, so I'd run down to the creek and catch a bunch of sucker minnows or some chubs and bring them back, and we put them in this horse trough in our in our uh, uh, this little pump house that we had with this horse trough in it. We put the minnows in there. Well, then the next morning. He would have everything already packed up, and when I would be supposed to walk out to the school bus, the bus would stop at the yard, uh, but it just stopped. If nobody was there, then the bus would take off and keep going in town. Right. Uh, so when I would walk out to where the bus was, I'd go on the other side of his house, and there's a bridge where we fished a lot, and I'd wait down below the bridge. The bus would stop and keep going. And then that way my mom would think that I was on a bus to yeah. go to school. Uh, and then well, my grandpa would come out, and he'd come driving around, I'd get in a truck, and we would go out northern fishing wow. the rest of the day. The trick was to get back so when the bus came by on the road at the end of the day. The
0: timing. They had, the, had time the same time timing. So that I
2: could get off and walk back to the house after a full day of school. But wow. Yeah, he did that quite a bit with me, and uh, we kept it a secret from my mom and, and my grandma forever. And they'll now, know. of course, they'll they'll know. About <laughs> <it now. laughs> but I, a lot of school, like a lot. I mean, it just it was always doing it with them. So wow. yeah, it was it was neat. It was yeah. fun time with them, and it, a lot of one-on-one, a lot of grandkids. Yeah. Um, so I got a lot of one-on-one time with them out there fishing. He taught me a lot of stuff about you yeah. know catching northerns and that. That it was a good time. That's, that's, good. A, that's all, well. See, that's I'm, great I I learned a lot from that. And see, Shelly
3: watches the show and she looks at the instant messages. So she doesn't ever listen. So I'm going to be able to pull this off at my house. Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) she's not listening. You can pull the same thing off.
0: That's exactly Hey, speaking of that, let me remind everybody, uh, we want to hear from you. A lot of ways to get a hold of us here on the show. Hit us up on the IM. Hit us up on our social media. It's at Show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a little later on the show we're gonna have a toll-free number and you could call up. Brian Carpenter, what do you got? Oh, Dave, we got some IMs coming through. We do. Oh, uh, we got.
5: Ru- Rudy, yes sir. Yes, big are. Sexy wants to know if uh, <laughs> if you'll see if Liquid Mayhem will take the gray out of your beard. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Does a lot of uh, stuff, <laughs> Hey, yeah. i have heard
0: some good stuff about that. For sure will, for sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> sure it will. <laughs> I don't say anything about gray, but it classic might. Big Sexy. It, it, it's so it's,
1: it's awesome. it started earlier than yeah. I expected. That's okay. I thought it'd take a little longer. Yeah, that's for him okay. To get on. <laughs> What's up, Paul?
5: Uh, on a serious note, on a serious note, JT Bagwell submitted a really good question, and he wants to know if either one of you guys or have or know anyone that has fished Saddam Hussein's palace lakes.
1: Ooh. I wished I would have. I to have. Be honest.
2: I have. We actually, um, my team lived on uh, one of the lakes for a little while, and it was mostly uh, there wasn't anything crazy in it. It was mostly like carp in it and that, but we lived one of the palaces and it had a pond that backed right up to like a back deck of it and um just regular bobber and worm fishing and we did some carp fishing out of it. Carp fishing awesome. crazy. Well, Catfish over there or no? I've I've heard there is. Um we had uh <laughs> uh a couple of my guys one time um uh, back when I was in in uh, fifth group uh they ate some of the fish out of the euphrates um it's <laughs> a thing we we talked about this a little bit with Pete a little bit too on one of the ways that that will relate to the people that we're working with or or fighting for and that is uh, a big thing that we can do with them is to sit down and have a meal with them and, and drink and have a meal with them uh so a lot of times some of the foods that we're eating out in the, some of the countries that they don't sit the best with you um and a couple of my guys uh, went and actually ate the fish uh, as a cultural thing to sit down with them and into fish with them, guys. And man, I mean, just horrendous. Horrendous problems from it. After oh. uh, oh. you, you get the dudes teased for years after that, you know. And it's, just, uh, it's we need we need to go conquer Italy,
5: get you guys some good food. Yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah we've never seen we never seen them mess around with countries that have good
2: food. Yeah. Right, I, I haven't seen it, you know. there's
3: something to that. You know? <laughs> yeah, countries with good food don't they have don't want to fight? Yeah, yeah, nobody wants to fight.
2: They're sitting around
0: eating.
3: That's yeah. awesome.
0: Now I'm uh, I, I'm I, I'm trying to keep up a little with some of our social media feeds too and I'm looking at our Instagram feed and we're getting a lot of the same questions and I'm sure you you've guys have both fielded these questions before. Sure. And and again, I know you guys have things you can and can't talk about sure, but sure. we're getting a ton here. Uh, Fire away. You know, they're basically saying you know, what's the most, what's, what's the most bizarre, craziest thing Fucked up thing you've ever seen. Like I'm getting that from three or four different people. Do You want to talk about something that you've been through, Rudy? that is just um, has changed your life or something that's, you know, sits at the top of your mind of what you've encountered in your professional career. Sure. Um,
1: how deep do they want to go? Because you know, <laughs> I've seen some pretty, uh, I've seen some pretty, some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. You know, um, I had I struggled with some issues. Uh, for a couple of years myself. Um, and I'm a success story, by the way, when it comes to that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've seen everything from uh, uh, a five-year-old getting smoked in, in the middle of a gunfight. You know, completely innocent. Right. Um, uh, I've, I've, I've picked a, a pretty good friend of mine's, you know, uh, face off the ground. Like a rubber mask, like a Halloween mask.
4: Oh, uh, shit.
1: I've seen some pretty cool successful things as well you know yeah I don't want to get too graphic for anybody but uh
0: yeah I, I yeah personally I'd rather hear about the successful stuff because, yeah yeah absolutely because it's like uh it's like a coin like you guys have to deal with that horrible stuff too yep but you yep. guys also have that amazing stuff to where everything clicks and 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 your mission is accomplished, yep. and you succeed. And that's got to be amazing, too, right? Yep. That's got to be similar to winning a tournament, right? Absolutely. Everything clicks in. Absolutely. Talk, and I'll talk about those things. And, and I'd rather into hear about those. And
1: I'll tie it into fishing. Okay. Uh, so I was in a country, and uh, sometimes we do, uh, sometimes we conduct missions uh, as we what we call a singleton, where you're by yourself. You're by yourself, and you have uh, certain things you need to, to do uh, while, you're, while you're deployed or, or while you're in that country. Um, and this country was one that you, you don't really have a whole lot of freedom of movement. You know, you've got to be extremely careful. Right. I stick out a little bit, you know. I'm an average white guy uh, in a country where I would stick out a little bit. Right. Belly. But, so, yeah, yeah, you got it. Belly, a little right bit of belly. Right? Uh, I didn't used to have a belly though. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, uh, we're talking, so, so we're
5: talking Africa.
1: Could have been. <laughs> so so we're in this area, and, and no one, you know, whether it was the, the CIA, uh, the embassy, uh, other elements that were there, no one could get out of the uh, out of the capital region. And, you know, there's a combination of there's a lot of risk involved, uh, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so I came up with the, with the brainstorms. Like, you know what? Number one, I hate being in the embassy all the time. I, I kind of... It's not fun. I hate uh, being stuck and, and confined into the into a capital city. I want to get out and, and see the sights, you know, yeah. do some things. Well, I also had, you know, some stuff to do while I was there. Uh, so I decided, you know, I told the ambassador and uh, and a couple other folks in the in the embassy, you know what? I, I need to take a little break. I'm getting really stressed out. And instead of flying all the way back to the states, you know, let me take a little break and uh, let me go do some fishing. I heard the fishing's real good over here on the coast. Uh, so so I did, and uh, I was able to. Go out and do some fishing. Well, at the time, I was the only guy in that country heading out out of that capital region, and there was a lot of things to to uh, do right. while we were there that yeah. wasn't getting done by anybody else. Right. So it's like, yeah, to hell with it. You know, while I'm out fishing, I'll uh, I'll accomplish some of these things, and uh, was was quite successful with that. Um, so successful that uh, actually. Uh, Got, got quite quite a few accolades from some pretty wow some pretty high people up in the Senate. yeah and uh
0: that's cool that it was tied to fishing but yeah.
1: i tied it to fishing that's because, amazing uh, <laughs> while we're out fishing the boat happened to break down and uh maybe accidentally on purpose and uh let me I, guess i was it able to come on the back <laughs> <laughs>
4: no
1: it's a, actually a raggedy uh, it's a raggedy uh, raggedy boat wooden boat uh, I, was, I was afraid it was going to sink and we we're way out we we're way offshore
0: and, wow. uh,
5: Rudy, were you worried yeah. about your guide giving you up or anything? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, he he he, he This <laughs> one you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I should say that
3: during our day of fishing nobody was shot or killed. No. Nope. Disclaimer? Okay. Yeah, uh, disclaimer it was no. successful.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete tight. Yeah, it was. It was. That was awesome. That was awesome. I, well,
3: I, I uh during the day it was awesome. I, yeah. I loved fishing with you guys. It was uh
1: I love uh, a challenge too. Yeah,
3: it was a challenge, yeah. but I enjoyed Taking it on with you and, t- and talking about fishing, and one of the stories, and and I thought it was amazing. Sure. Uh, if you want to tell it again, is uh, the, the when you were offering, uh, I think you were offering support from on top of a building, and you got uh, you got blown up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got hurt. Uh, it's one of the it's one of the more exciting stories, if you will. Uh, you know, we both Mark and I have been in a lot of gunfights. Yeah. A lot of gunfights, and it. Um. Uh, uh, it, it kind of becomes second nature you know it, it's you know how to react when to react what to do what not to do things like that yeah you know, some lessons were hard learned this was one of them uh, i was in a uh, support position and uh, we're we work at small elements usually anywhere from a from a single 10 to upwards of you know 10 12 guys so we're we're taking down an objective uh, this, this pretty large village uh, over in afghanistan and uh, uh, i'm a long gun shooter as well uh, sniper Uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, On top of the rooftop, uh, I had my uh, SR-25, and I'm in a good spot. You know, I'm elevated. I can see. I'm looking ahead of our element, and uh, I can see our boys coming up. I'm scanning ahead of them to take some shots on some guys and uh, dropped about four dudes. And uh, usually uh, you want to move. (laughs) You don't want to stay in a safe spot too long. Right. Uh, Or you you want to have an egress route. And uh, I was, was... Pat myself on the back a little bit, got a little complacent, if you will. Uh, popped another guy, and they happened to take notice of where I was at. So, uh, I was afraid of the RPGs. We had some RPGs that were involved with some, uh, some, some uh, light machine guns and, and along with AK 47s and all that with the bad guys. And, uh, I took another shot on the guy, uh, drew their attention, uh, and I'm and I'm watching the RPG guy getting ready to to fire an RPG at at the rest of my team. And I was like, okay. I'm waiting for him. Wait for him. he's gonna come back out. He pops back out. Boom! I crack him. He goes down. He's done. I saw another guy after the fact uh, that I didn't notice before. Another RPG guy. Got his attention. Boom! He fires RPG. Misses a couple times. I'm thinking, no big deal. Again, you know, mistake on my part, complacency. Uh, I get my attention drawn elsewhere. I'm not sweating that guy too bad because they're pretty, pretty bad shots. Well, one of the rounds gets lucky. Impacts right on the roof. Uh, I get thrown off the roof. Uh, it's about two stories. Fell flat on my back. Wow. Laid there on the ground for a second. And uh, you know, one of the first things you do, you know, you, you, you check yourself. You're yeah. like, okay, hands are good. I got. Alright uh, Feeling good My legs are there I got my fucking wiggle on my toes but, but when I hit I knew I tore something up And I uh, felt right. You know That electric sting Go down through Your whole body You're wearing about 80 pounds of kit You know Yeah When you're doing That wow. kind of stuff uh, But I heard the gunfire And I heard the team The team was already Directly engaged It was a pretty nasty Gunfight Um, And I hear some other fire. You can tell the difference between the types of weapon systems and things like that. But uh, I can hear the the, uh, Kalashnikovs and AKs and things like that very close to where I was. And uh, it uh, got a little hanky there for a second. And I was like, all right, Rudy, you better, you know. Not today. Not today. Not today, (laughs) you assholes. And uh, so I I forced myself up and uh, get back in the fight, finished the fight. uh, You know, went and told the medic afterwards, hey, dude, I, I think I tore my back up. And uh, he put me on some meds, and I was down for about a week, week and a half. Almost yeah. two weeks, I think. Uh, but uh, fast forward to this amazing. Uh, two, three years ago, and uh, I started having some real problems. You know, I'd be driving, and i uh, turn my neck, and like zap. I'd get zapped, and it'd get stuck, and I did just hurt bad. Wow. And, uh, you know, so i go talk to the docs and everything, and uh, they sent me to get an MRI, and uh, they're like, uh, so, Mr. Lindsey, uh When would you break your back and neck? You know? (laughs) They're showing me the pictures from the MRI. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, I I got all kinds of, uh, you know, compression going on on my my spinal column. And uh, it was causing uh, neuropathy down my right arm. And I've lost half the the hand strength in my my right hand, which is my casting hand. But, but, uh, yeah, it was... It's one of them lessons learned you know yeah. wow yeah that, yeah
3: that was that was quite a scenario and uh it was amazing but mark you told me something that uh i, I think i'm pretty sure because i was try i was under pressure trying to get us around
5: the fish <laughs>
4: so I, I was a little preoccupied you know?
3: I mean, some pretty intense pressure you guys probably aren't used
4: to <laughs> but, uh,
3: the, uh, <laughs> uh, you were telling it was your birthday right you're telling a birthday story. Yeah. And it, it was one of the most amazing things because <laughs> yeah. when you're on, when you're under that kind of pressure, you almost get giddy with one another. You know, when you're in it together. It
1: was, oh, it gets silly. Yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, man, you're just telling me about him bringing a, a bottle to celebrate your birthday when you're overwhelmed. Uh, yeah. By by forces. Yeah. Could did did you just share that with? Because I I was yeah. I was fascinated how you guys. There's actually comp- a
1: video of that clip, I think. Yeah.
3: Kept your uh, composure and and just took a moment.
1: Yeah.
2: In
3: in, the, in in the worst possible spot you could ever be in, mm-hmm. to share and with one another and that was an amazing story.
2: We were in um a really tight spot in uh in the first Fallujah. Um and we didn't do so hot in it in the in the <laughs> first think. one and and uh, pretty much lost it. Uh, and it was you know just uh not enough guys and a lot of bad guys all at one place. And um it was on my birthday and uh, like. One of the guys came and woke me up, and it was like my turn to go up on the roof, and he came down, and, and he was digging through his back, and that guy on my the team at the time, he was kind of notorious for hitting the sauce anyways, uh, but he had a bottle of Jack with him in his bag, uh, which I thought was kind of weird, you know, at the time, so I was a younger guy on the team at that time, but he was toting it around with him in that ruck, and and I didn't really realize at the time, but then he was cracking it open, you, so that we could have a shot for my birthday uh so he used to give me a shot and i was like wow So was kind of like factoring it all in like damn it is my birthday like wow. it sucks that's awesome uh and it and then one of the dudes came down from from up on the roof you know we're getting ready to take switch places and get up there and, and that dude came down he was like hey i don't think we're gonna make it through today there's a lot of dudes out there uh and, <laughs> and we pissed him you know off a say, bit. stop you know and and, uh, and i kind of just looking at it. he's like well, you might want to take this shot now you know like huh. this get this over with and um, so i don't know if you're gonna make it too much longer but it's a jovial thing with us too and it's you know kind of a little bit to keep things it, it, we're looking at a real tight spot you know um you, know, you could sit in a corner and suck your thumb or we can go at it you know with a little bit different attitude and that was you know it was all part of it you know the dude while he was giving me a birthday shot uh was also teasing me that she's well at least you made it to this birthday i mean you're not going to get another one you know let's Let's wrap this thing up because you got to get up on the roof now uh but it was weird that you know we took that thing and and i get up there and um and some of the senior guys were, were pretty excited about it because there was just you know so many targets around uh, and, and I was looking at it like, hey, that's a lot of dudes. You know We like <laughs> yeah. were doing some rough counting there and it didn't, it didn't work out very well for us. But, you know, we made it through the day. It was a bunch of positive guys doing the right thing and fighting hard. Um, and the Marines, you know, we, we had very little effect in, in that whole town thing. The Marines did it for that, you know, and it was this, uh, it, it need to be around them guys you know motivated young young kids that were motivated and and they fought their asses off and it was neat to be around them uh that the whole the whole first thing like that we went in there because of the contractors that um got hung on the bridges and that and and then you know that hit al jazeer and all the, the the tv after that and uh so you know the guys came in hard to stop that kind of thing you know and, and it's not always cool to see americans drug around or burn on bridges yeah. so uh they went in there to do that and we got those guys you know so uh didn't really do much for the town during that one and then marines later on you know the next year they took that town but uh just wasn't set up the right way at the right time for that but yeah it was it was neat you <laughs> got to look at it like, hey, I want to go make it. I've had many birthdays since then, so it was it was pretty cool. That, but, that, uh, hey, that's Mark, ma- that's, that's amazing. Really, that's really cool. What you got, Dave?
5: Yeah, Mark, were you guys were you, were you were you guys able to get them down off the bridge?
2: Yeah, that was yeah that was taken care of pretty soon. You know, like soon as we got in there, um, and we took a, you know, a bunch of Iraqis with, and and them guys did a phenomenal job fighting, um and we took them in there, and then that, that that happened real quick. I wish I knew all four
5: of their names, but I do know that one of their names was Scott Havelston. Mm-hmm. I do know that. I wish I could say all four of, all four of them, but I do want one of the four was Scott Havelston. He was a SEAL.
2: Yeah, and it, you know, it's, it's uh with them guys, you know, most of them dudes and contractors like that are all, for the most part, at that time, were special operations dudes, you know, so right. SEALs or any of that, retired guys at that time, you know, a lot of uh, as the, the war has been progressing now for you know quite a while, and, and there's a lot of dudes that are you know getting into it, where it's it's a little bit uh, mixed up from all different branches and that. But um, when the guys uh, that original contracting crews that were out there was mostly special ops guys, so it really was you know you're going in after pretty much your own people when you're yep. going for something like right. that. Mm.
0: All right, Brian De Carpenter. Do you have a video that you want to play? I see you got something queued up. Yeah. You guys want to, Rudy? You want to get into this?
2: Yeah, man.
1: Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's let's put this up. This is pretty cool. It's already all over YouTube. So uh, this is actually from a good friend of mine, a Dutch guy. So uh, there's a there's quite a lead up to this. Uh, we were working uh, with the with the Dutch uh, Tier One element over in Afghanistan, and uh, they had a they were making a, like a their version of a National Geographic video. And they had a uh, the
0: Dutch were a, the
1: Dutch were, yeah. And they had a filmmaker with them, a very good friend of mine now, uh, by the name of Vic Frank. Uh, you know, has, has his own company, and everything, makes makes high quality, high end films. And uh, they they were fascinated with with both the Dutch and our element because we were working together over there yeah. doing some doing some joint ops. Well, this was a Dutch this happened to be a Dutch target,
5: Ru- and uh, Rudy. Uh- so yes. let me know when you want me to hit play.
1: Okay. Yeah. No worries. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to summarize it quick here. Sure. Uh, bottom line, uh, we went in on a Dutch target. We were looking at uh, some some IEDs and bomb makers, and trying to eliminate those fairly early in the in the fight in, in Afghanistan. And uh, didn't they? It was what we call a dry hole. Uh, so there wasn't anybody on target when we hit it. They they got the word and they skedaddled out, out of there. Uh, but uh, we ended up staying on the objective a little bit too long, longer than we should have. And gave the bad guys time to set up on us while they knew we were going to exfil off the objective to get back to back to our base. Uh, during the exfil, they hit us. They had a pretty damn good uh, ambush set up on us. Uh, what we call an L-shaped ambush. They, they kicked it off with an IED, uh, blew up one of our vehicles, uh, killed a couple guys, wounded a bunch of dudes. And there was a uh, shit ton of uh, bad guys so they were trying to surround us they knew we were in the village and they were trying to actively uh surround us around that village so turned into about a man i don't know it was was quite a few hours uh gunfight
0: so a lot of
1: a lot of uh a lot of people got smoked that day uh more of them obviously than us but uh, we brought it to them it's just a little clip of it it's a it's actually a pretty good video so like i said the timing was right and we had this this filmmaker with his hd camera Uh, making this 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 Dutch documentary, and uh, he's filming this whole thing as it went wow. down. Wow! This fight got so bad that uh, Vic had to put down the camera, and we actually gave him some guns, saying, "Hey, dude, it's this is getting real. Right. We need some help here. Wow! <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, play a little bit, Brother. Let's,
0: let's see some of this bit.
1: Yeah, he was able to capture the whole thing, though. It was pretty cool. And full the logo. Hey, there's uh, ah! hey! two of my buddies right there. Those are Dutch guys. They're shooting right across into that cornfield there. That's pretty close. Hey, close up the gap. That's uh, that's me right there. He's looking all winded. Yeah, no, <laughs> a uh, little bit of a run there.
6: 2KIA,
1: throw them in the, in the uh, on
4: the hood
1: of the gun truck uh, gun truck over. Yep, stand by yeah, one of, the, one of the sad, sadder parts to this story,
7: uh,
4: one
1: of the sadder parts, the guy that they're working on right there uh, was wounded from that initial IED. We pulled him out of the vehicle. Uh, that's one of the Dutch medics. He's working on the guy, trying to stabilize him. Uh, the wounded guy took a round right in the head, so he ended up dying. Uh, oh,
6: man.
0: It, it, it's, uh, man, to see it like that, the visuals, you know, it's, it's, it's emotional. You know, it makes yeah. it... I, I can't even imagine. I mean, but, but this is – I'm glad you showed that, Bri, because this is a great point where I want to switch it now. Sure, sure. And, you know, we're talking about a lot of what you guys have been through in the past. And I want to talk a little bit about now what you're doing and okay. Rudy specifically with this yeah. book project. Awesome. Because this is interesting to me yeah, because yeah. I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like – I'm like closing my eyes. I'm like, I can't even imagine dealing yeah. with, like that. you know, it's hard for me to wrap my hands around that – you guys deal with this all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's gun... It's just like... It sounds like fireworks. It's a... Yeah.
3: It, it doesn't seem real to me. It, it doesn't seems doesn't like seem i It seems like I'm watching a Hollywood yeah. movie. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like that really happens. And that's a real... Sh- shit sandwich that you yeah. guys yeah. are dealing with right there yeah what, what's that term you guys use on the train what, what's the, the good times train that's
1: a big sexy coin that term yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a
3: real
2: good times train. Real mr good times train <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before, before have you been, Mike? Yeah, before been we get well. to that uh rudy and mark big
5: james is saying he can't wait to get back to north carolina to fish with you guys
2: awesome <laughs> big
1: well, he's james. gonna have to come up yeah. to uh he'll have to come up to uh, upstate New York to fish with me, and uh, Mark will take him out when he's in uh, around North Carolina.
0: Shout out to Big James for watching. Yeah, there we go. Bam. So well, I'm watching that thing, and I'm like thinking, you know, how 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 do you deal with that? How do you how so much stress yeah. with with the the gunfire, and then yeah. trying to remember what you're supposed to do in that situation. Sure. And this is a great transition because you're working on a book project. I am. Uh, how to fish like a Green Beret. Tell me about tell me about the inspiration for this book because you you alluded to it earlier. Yeah. This is this is dealing with stress. This is managing the situation. Yeah. with what you guys did, but it relates to w- with what Pete's doing yeah. or what I'm doing or what Dave did as a cop or what yeah. Brian's doing as a carpenter. It, it, you can you can you can transfer that,
1: right? Absolutely, absolutely. Very, and, and, and it, it, The more I think about it, and the more people I, I talk to about the project, uh, it's actually fairly easy to do, and I'll explain all that in my book, and it'll be an easy read. Um, but but more importantly, what what I wanted to accomplish was, uh, uh, you know, Mark and I are, 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 are part of a and Paul uh are part of a, a foundation, and uh, it's a charity foundation, and I wanted. To do something to contribute back to that foundation. And we could talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah, uh,
3: I think we should.
1: Yep. More importantly for the book, uh, you know, I, I wanted to do something different. I, I didn't want to do the same thing. A lot of military guys, you know, uh, they, they, they've they got a lot of the same experiences. They get out and everybody writes a book or makes a movie. And it's like, ah, here I am shooting people in the face. And, uh, you know, here's my story. Yeah, I got it. Old hat. I wanted to do something different. I said, okay. And I got to thinking, you know, um I've been through a lot of a lot of bad shit, and uh, what? Why am I able to sit here on the couch and uh, you know a, couple, a bunch of my friends aren't? Right. Uh, and I started thinking about it, and I really am trying to transition uh, and, and turn that new page, that new chapter in my life. Uh, I, I was medically retired from my injuries um, uh, just over a year ago. And, and I wanted to do something uh, that I enjoyed doing, that I was extremely passionate about doing, and that was fishing. Yeah. So uh, part of that transition, okay, how can I continue to give back to my community, the, the special ops community? How can I tie this into to my true passion, which, believe it or not, it's not shooting bad guys in the face. It's actually fishing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how, how can I combine all this together? So I decided, you know what, man, I'm going to talk, uh, talk about some stress mitigation. You know, and, and I started researching it, and I started studying it, and 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 again, I don't have a PhD, I'm not a I'm not a do- I don't have a doctorate in anything, but uh I I've, I've seen quite a few people, uh and, and Mike, to be quite honest, buddy, you you were one of the inspirations I gotta say, <laughs> wow, that that kind of motivated me to get into this book, and again, it's stress mitigation, and and like I stated before, uh. I don't care if you're a kid in school getting picked yeah. on by a bully or if you're a pro angler missing a big fish. Yeah. If you're a guy like us doing that stuff right there on the video. Uh, if you're uh, Dave, you know, uh, sh- taking percentage shots on a target uh, as, a, as a police officer. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't care what you do. Stress has the same effects. Yeah. And the more I started talking to people, the more I realized how simple it is. It's a mindset. How yeah. simple it is to deal with. And uh, so I started putting, you know, two and two together and and coming up with some examples of that. So the book project, uh, uh, I didn't want a novel, you know. I wanted something that a lot of different people could relate to. um, And I wanted to tie it into fishing. Yeah. So uh, I decided to make it sort of like a Reader's Digest uh, version uh, of a read with a a very eclectic group of authors and contributors to the book. And... uh, I was like, you know, I, I, I remember watching this tournament, and I, I can't I honestly can't remember the exact body of water it was on, but a uh, a pretty uh, pretty talented uh, angler was fishing, and uh, I saw him. He was in position. I think you were in second or third. Yeah. And it was the last day of the tournament, and uh, you were in you were in a position to take it. You were on some fish, buddy. Yeah. Some big fish, and uh, I remember you hooked into you hooked into a monster bass, and it was. Probably easily could have uh, won the tournament for you. And uh, wham, nice hook set. Everything's going great. You're you're uh, you're like yeah, woo. And You're hooting and hollering yeah. You're like yeah, I got this thing. Comes off. You lose the fish. Yeah. And and you you you, you got visibly upset on the camera. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you're like you know fuck this. Hammer down. Right back in there. Boom, you hook up again. Probably bigger, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that might have been a bigger fish, but uh, you're like, boom, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking that. I'm getting right back in this. Yeah. You're fighting and fighting, it comes off. You lose it again. Yeah. And uh, at that point, man, you were... You're raging. <laughs> you are raging, buddy. And yeah. and <laughs> that,
3: that, that's a, it's probably hard to narrow down exactly which tournament which, that was. I want to say it was, say it was up. It was, in the it past.
1: was it was up in the northeast. I think it was the MLF tournament. I can't remember exactly. I'll I'll, I'll find out for you. Okay. But you know, it, it, and that's by no means that's not the only one. Yeah. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to pick on you or anything like that.
2: I think that. he
1: knows that's not. The only <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, you know, I, I saw some things and I noticed some things, and I'm like, "Damn, man! If if he would have just toned it back just a notch, you yeah. know, and managed it, because what I noticed was I, I'm I'm fairly certain that second cast wasn't as accurate, and right. it was that hook set was not as as technique uh, efficient as it could have been. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, who am I to, to talk to? You? I mean, hell, you you run circles around me fishing, but. Uh, you know the stress mitigation part comes yeah, into play. It does. And 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 what you know my light bulb went off and I was like okay maybe I can maybe I can run with something like this and that's and that's you along with a couple other folks uh, maybe I can tie that into to, to tournament fishing and, and, and help guys become better anglers through stress mitigation. Yeah. So so at the end of the day, long story short, I want to take uh I, I want to take a bunch of uh a group of authors uh to hit a wide audience range. Um, eclectic, uh, author's own words, style, Reader's Digest short stories, and give them examples, give the reader examples of uh, stressful situations, whether it's, uh, you know, I kicked the book off with a story, a pretty pretty bad story of one of the situations I was in. Um, I've got uh, some Boston SWAT guys talking about the Boston bombings. Um, I've got some CIA buddies of mine contributing uh, about some pretty interesting things happening in foreign countries uh, where they were in some hairy situations. I've got uh, some pro anglers on board talking about some, some, some fishing related stories. Police I've got some other officers. cops. What's that? Some police officers. Yep, I've got police officers. I've got female anglers. Um, and, and, and again, it's a very eclectic group of yeah. people with a commonality. And that's, hey, here's a stressful situation. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the, to the same... Physiological, psychological effects on the body, you know, and and we talk about things that worked, things that didn't. I'll compare and contrast and flip it and tie it back into fishing. Wow,
0: it's it's super interesting because you know you're talking and I I remember that event. It happened several times. I don't know exactly which one it is. Yeah, yeah. But as you're talking, you know, the interesting thing to me is, I feel like. Dealing with that has been a gift and a curse for me over the years. You know? Yes. And, and And I can... As Absolutely. you're talking about it, I almost flash back to yeah. losing those fish. You know? But and I, but you're... And, yeah. And I think at certain parts of my career, I did a bad job at mm. dealing with what was going on. And it, it cost me the event, or it mm-hmm. cost me points or pounds or whatever. But in other events... It's helped you. It's helped me. Yes. I did a f- fantastic job... Of dealing with stressful situations, and it elevated me to a Absolutely. different level. And Absolutely. so, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, "Damn, I need to read a book like this, mm-hmm. even if it's part, even part of, if part of it's my own story, yeah, because I want to learn from it. Yeah, I want to right. get better from it, you and know." It, and you got to try, and I think
3: you've got to match up your s- stress mitigation skills with your personality like you know everybody everybody's a different person right and they manages it manage right. it differently we talked about yep. this in the boat like when you you almost need that release get I mean, rid of I it i think you do get you, rid sure. of it quick sure.
1: you've
0: got to get it out get rid of it and go on move you have on to. to go on now move yep, on with your life but
1: you really let
3: go in order to get rid of it i mean you lose it and uh i i can't do that like if i lose it Right, I'm toast, man. You're toast for the rest of the day I got i've got a, I've gotta mitigate it a different fashion yeah. so that I can stay on point because of yeah. the way I work you know and, and and every individual and that that's what's going to yep. be fascinating about the book. Is you're gonna have stories from fifteen different types of personalities.
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: And how they exactly. each manage yeah. the same yep. scenario. Yep.
1: And, and and you know, at the end of the day, who wants to listen to me babble, you know, about my stories for for a novel? You know, that's lame. Who wants to do that? So you you it, some it, pretty good story. You know, if they don't like if they don't like my writing style or, mm-hmm. or what I'm talking about, sure, sure, I get it. uh you know, maybe I want them to be able to relate to someone or some story within that book.
3: Well mm. and <laughs> You know, I think that I, I I love this part of it. The book is going to be a nonprofit, right? It's going. Yeah. It's, and is this to the Gold Star Group?
1: It, it is. It is. Now,
3: now mm-hmm. this is uh, a term that I learned mm-hmm. fishing with these guys. Is, yeah. Is a Gold Star. Gold Star. I don't I don't know that. And uh, it, explain. It, it's so amazing what you guys sure. are doing explain what a what a gold star is in the program that this book's going to benefit.
1: Absolutely. So so this ties directly into the to the foundation, the organization that uh, the charity organization that uh, Mark and I and Paul uh, and a few others uh, contribute to and, and we're extremely passionate about doing this and it's something that uh, almost as bad as fishing it's it's eating us up yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm sitting here today fortunately. Uh, and, but there's others that aren't. Right. And there's other special ops brothers. Uh, And I call all of them brothers uh, that aren't able to be here. And, you know, not to knock our government, uh, but the insurance and the benefits runs out. Right. You know, they can only do so much. Yeah. This program through Special Ops Survivors, uh, which is the program we support, continues to give back to these families, these, these spouses, mostly female. Uh, but the spouses and the children they continue to give back to them and this book will directly support that foundation wow special ops survivors that's special amazing op, that's the
3: name of the foundation that's the
1: name of the foundation that's amazing yeah.
3: and and a gold star is yes. is one is the significant other yep of the deceased. Yep. So it's the it's the wife or, or maybe husband in certain scenarios. Yep. Right. That, uh, that has lost somebody in battle. Wow.
1: So so there's something that's a little bit unique with special op survivors uh, as compared to you know a lot of the other charities out there. There's a lot of charities out there yeah. and 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 I by no means want to take away from you know any any part of the military or government or another organization because they're all doing pretty wonderful things. But. Special Ops guys are a different breed. You know, it's not that we're any better or any less than anyone else. We're different. Right. And it takes uh another person that's familiar with that to get close, you know. Yeah. Um and Special Ops Survivors caters specifically to special operations soldiers and and the the spouses and children of special operations soldiers. Wow.
2: What we're seeing is nice program. Well, yeah, yeah, what we're in. seeing is that the, the the wives are similar to the dudes. You know, like the 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 special ops guys are marrying. These women are just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were, we were talking to Pete about that. Like, hey, if my old lady got hit by a train tomorrow... I'm pretty sure I couldn't run the house. Like, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know where anything is. Yeah. You know, like, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. I know uh, talking about I've that. had some instances, you know, like, um, where my wife was dealing with stuff with um, one of her parents where I kind of took the house over. And, I mean, I was putting the wrong underwear on the kids. And <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm looking at it like, like, I didn't know where anything yeah. is. You know, and, and she's got to put this little spreadsheet on the... Uh, On her computer, that kind of shows me how to run the house. Step by step. Yeah. You know, like, I don't even know how to set the alarm for the freaking house. Yeah. Like, I don't know any of that. Uh, and, but these ladies, um, they're different too. You know, like, they're, they're a tougher breed. Um, it just a little bit worse. They're different. They needed somebody that they could relate with, you know, like, it was tough for them to go to talk to anybody else. So if they lost a spouse and, um, when Special Ops Survivors was started, it was started by SEAL, um, who was who was trying to do something for the family of a fallen SEAL. You know, like one of his brothers that you know he was trying, and, and an organization started kind of from that, and it's you know grown significantly since then. Um, but it, the, those wives, you know, the, it, and now it's getting to be a, a pretty big group of them. You know, we've lost a lot of operators throughout this the war in Yeah. Um, it, For them to be able to reach out, they're, they're speaking, you know, when, when they're dealing with a, either, you know, one-on-one counseling or group counseling or they're going to weekend events or anything like that. They're putting them all to, together with basically similar women that yeah. have gone through the same experiences. They've, they've gone through the trials, you know, with, with us being gone training all the time or even, even when we're home, we're not home. You know yeah. like we're with our teams we're training we're doing all that you know and then when we're gone you know there's a above average chance that we won't be coming back to them uh, the kids are the same way the kids are like i my kids are going and beat the pants off any kid in their class yeah you know, <laughs> just they're tough kids yeah but they come up like that they come up with one of their parents being gone and knowing and they have friends uh, close friends that they don't have dads anymore mm. you know they've they, lost they, they've, they've experienced they lost that dad or their so, their, yeah so they see it and they grow up like that and they're, you're there's some tough kids coming out yeah. of that thing but you know with that group you know special life survivors is not only takes care of the other of of the families like that the wives the gold star wives there's gold star children you know and then mm. i and, and I'm, just about every guy out there that that loses life operator wise has got kids
4: yeah,
2: yeah. um uh, and, and so there's, a, you know, that's, that compounds it again. It's even more kids. It's just one wife, but then there's two, three, four, five kids with it. So the same thing goes with that, you know, where they're looking out for that. And they do things um, helping with uh, scholarships and stuff like that through it, too. So they're really looking out for them.
0: Man, That's amazing. What a, what a great organization. Uh, l- let me remind everybody, uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, please please let us know what you're thinking. If you've got questions uh, for Mark, if you've got questions for Rudy, let us know. We want to hear from you. Uh, you can hit us up on our IM or right there next to your screen. You can hit us up on our social media accounts at Show. And probably in about 30 minutes or so, we're going to have a toll-free number. Uh, Dave, let me let me go to you because I know you, I, I see you twitching back there. Anytime you <laughs> twitch, you've got like 2,000 <laughs> IMs you're trying to catch up. And I'm actually going to take a a pee break, but... Catch us up on some IMs. What, what do we got coming in back there?
5: Mark, Mark, does anyone named Uncle Swede mean anything to you?
0: Yes, of
4: course. Just telling <laughs> you stay off
5: your fucking phone and pay attention.
2: <laughs> I, t- I got so many people. Hey, I gotta give a shout out yeah. to roster number one ninety three. I got yeah. I, I got people hitting me up all over the place. James Smith, hello. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thrasher Apparel. My phone is blowing up over here. These guys no. didn't know I was gonna be famous one day, so like and Everybody's trying to jump on with it. <laughs> I didn't know if Uncle
5: Swede knew you, so the first time I deleted him. Second one was, "Is my shit getting through?" Like, why aren't you asking him the question? <laughs> That's Uncle Swede. Yeah, I
2: can't believe he deleted his stuff.
5: <laughs> well, you know, because you can't put them all through. My God, some of his. Hey, he's ridiculous. not.
2: Yeah, you, you could cancel Christmas on Phases Night on his land in North America Mark, uh, <laughs> Mark,
5: Dan from Bayou Bug Jigs wants to have you explain what you did for Real Americans Heroes event
2: okay uh yeah. yeah that that was a that was a pretty neat event and that's something that um one of the things we're trying to do is bring awareness to special op survivors obviously we don't have like these huge bank accounts where we can just take care of them right now um uh, so we're trying to bring awareness to the organization and and get people to see um um on, on what we're doing with it and Dan it a great guy. Uh, he's up there uh, supporting. There's a, a Wounded Warrior tournament that Real American Heroes puts on on the Potomac. We talked a little bit about mm-hmm. this while we were out there. I think it goes out of Stafford, Virginia, I think's where it goes out of. Uh, it's usually in the beginning of August or late July, beginning of August every year. Uh, each year it's getting bigger and bigger up there. But uh, one thing we do is we, we brought... Um, some of the guys that work with us with Team Special Ops Survivors, the the group of dudes that most of us are braced out of Bragg or we've been around Bragg and a group of friends that we all fish together. Um, We had five or six boats that we brought up there last year. Um, and We're boaters for a tournament and we're going up there and we're taking a wounded soldier out that Real American Heroes lines up for us for the day for the thing. Uh, One thing we did special last year was each one of the boats that we brought up for um special ops survivor each boat had a flag that we flew on our front pedestal boat seat and on each flag um we we contacted special ops survivors and they each gave us um basically a hero of fallen special ops guy uh we embroidered his name on the seam of the flag running up the flag um and then we had cards made uh that was like a biography card but not so much in a sense like our normal bios where you read ours or we i entered the service at this and been awarded this and done this and then got out it, but it was a bio card that was made up by um one of the gold stars
5: oh, wow!
2: so the gold star would go in you would that way you knew about that guy and about his family life about him mm-hmm. how he was as a person uh so it was a a card that was that you know and each wife's was a little bit different and each kind of had their own little angle but uh so we had these um five or six guys that 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 we honored you know with them being on each boat's flag and then we had that card with and we all had about 10 to 15 cards that once we got up to the tournament during the before during and after the tournament we would interact with people talk to them a little bit uh give them one of them cards and tell them about that guy um and, and it was as an honor to the to the gold star and as an honor to him, yep. uh, fallen yeah. service member. But um, we get a couple of weird
1: looks during the tournament. Yeah,
2: you, you know? know, like you, know, you see, like a guy pulls up, and and, and there's some of the guys we um, were we were competing against. In my you know? spot, we pull up, you know, and we're like, hey, you got a couple minutes to hear about this. Uh, it was a little bit of an inconvenience for us, but I mean, by no means, you know, we're we're still alive and kicking and got all our that fingers and that. So it was. It wasn't much for us to stop what we're doing for five minutes and talk, talk to somebody to about, about this guy. Wow. And we have yeah. given the card and talk to him about that guy and let him know awesome. that guy's name, his story, um, a little bit about his spouse then, uh, and then move on with it. And it, we just had some uh, just unbelievable experiences. And that was the first one that we done, like, on a national level where we're running into guys from all up the East Coast that come down for that tournament and guys that come, from, you know, way farther away than what we even drove for it. Uh, but it was real neat experience with it. The 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 one of the guys, uh, Jim Sheehan, used to fish with you in the in the with Champion. Champion boots. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he he had a, a seal for his his um, um, hero that he was honoring. And while we're sitting around after the tournament, uh, he saw a guy sitting over and there was like a big. Um, buffet thing afterwards, a little chow and, and an award ceremony and that. We saw a guy sitting over there and he had a Navy symbol on his fishing uniform. Uh, so he went over and sat down and talked to a guy. And because he was a Navy guy and because he was honoring a SEAL, uh, he wanted specifically to talk to that guy. And he sat down with that dude and he handed him that card and he told him a little bit about what he was doing that day. With the, he had that flag on his boat and he honored him throughout the tournament. Uh, and that guy, while he was talking to me, showed him that card. Uh, the dude just broke down, started crying, and like, you know, kind of down. And Jim, you know, he's one of our tougher guys. It's unbelievable, Green Beret, just uh, good mentor for us, and just a just a, you know really good guy. Uh, tough 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 dude and now he's sitting there with this guy that just you know just completely broke down on him while he's talking to him and Jim's like hey uh, sue so how'd you catch any fish today or how'd that go yeah. we're trying to get him you know kind of out of it yeah. but there that guy's backstory was um he he was with that dude um they, they weren't um they were stationed together wow and they came in through the Navy together. Uh, so he was just like really really good close personal he had a friend per- of he had a connection with the guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, that really caught us off guard, man, you wow. know. Uh, but it also like when we were talking about it afterwards, we we're like, "Hey, now we're on to something." You know, like we this is affecting people.
4: Yeah. And people yeah.
2: are paying attention to what we're doing with this. But it was it was a neat story Jim relayed that story. Uh so when we're done with the turnover we get back home, when we go home, we put a certificate together uh for the spouse. Uh, and it shows on um, what day, you know, that we had this tournament, um, how their husband was honored with it, you know. And, and and then the guy signs a certificate that he's the one that flew that flag for that spouse. And him. we send a flag, that certificate. We take some pictures of the flag flying on the boat where you're going or just at the event. Um, you know, Jim wrote a little personal letter to the to her as well to show that hey you know like you know not only did he have just an unbelievable time and it's just an, an honor to do this but how it affected you know other people there as well you know wow. and, you know so it was very neat touching uh guys like dan up there at bayou jigs you know he's up supporting that thing every year and he's you know cutting a heck of a deal for the soldiers that are coming through and the airmen the marines all that come through there and he's got a little booth set up and we left um uh special Ops Survivor cards with him, you know, and he was putting them in boxes for us when people were ordering jigs and putting them out, you know. So just phenomenal guys supporting the program yeah. and, and getting that word out there which our intent was, you know, to just raise awareness of it through that. And it's it's really it's doing a lot of good things. It means a lot to the spouse to know. Because uh, they 'cause they're they're not they're this they're humble and they're they're not they're not gonna ask for help. Yeah, they right. don't ask they don't. for help. Right. Uh they yeah, it's not in their it nature, right? It means a to lot, SV. you're right, yeah. and it means so much to them that people are still thinking about their spouse years yeah. later, you yeah. know. And it's yeah. just with just a and it, everywhere we go with the with the fishing, it's just unbelievable how tied in we are yeah. with it. And Rudy had an experience down at Lakey fall last year. Um, yeah. We were sitting at a uh, at the pre meeting for the the ABA team military championship down at Lakey Falla last year, and we're at the the pre-tournament meeting for it and while we were walking out this guy comes up behind me and he's like hey so you guys are from fort Bragg?" and i said yes sir and turned around and you know shook his hand mark mccowan and he shook his hand uh and he said uh my son-in-law was stationed there uh and maybe you know him and of course you know like it, there's uh, quite a few people on Bragg, you know so i was like yeah well maybe you know yeah. they, they kind of yeah. entertain him you know <laughs> yeah. like yeah it's possible yeah uh, and i get around and talk to people so it's maybe it's above it you know like oh maybe i might know him. uh then he said his 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 uh son-in-law was scotty dyer uh which just so happened to be rudy's best friend in the entire world uh, Wow. and i i was like what is his name uh and he's like scotty dyer my wife's name is jody i said Wait right here. Uh, And I went and grabbed Rudy. I was like, hey, you got to come over and talk to this guy. So here, you know, we're down in Alabama doing our thing and running around and then bump right into – you know his best friend's father-in-law. Wow! Uh, and it was just phenomenal. But same wow. thing there. And we started breaking it down with him on what we were doing down there, Nat. and that. It was it was a really really neat experience. That's
0: amazing. And, I you know I got t- just as you're telling these stories, what I'm what I'm thinking about is, and I I haven't been involved in this program you're talking about or that tournament you just mentioned, mm-hmm. but it's amazing to me that fishing. Is connected to all this, that's and, that's something. and that yep. makes me like yeah. really proud. Yeah. Even though yeah. I, I haven't been directly associated with that, yeah. Yeah. that's an amazing thing, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. uh,
3: absolutely. And and they've been they're connected with a lot of the people that we know that are helping too right. that have been involved. Because uh, we all we both volunteer for a lot of yes. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of military things. Yes. Uh we support the USO. We've uh, participated in a lot of different tournaments uh, yeah. with in, through our fishing. But you guys uh, have gotten pretty connected with. Uh, Two of our guys, which is Gary Klein and and uh, Brent Ayler. Mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, who, who you guys, uh, you know, have spent a lot of time with, and on a sidebar, yeah, apparently Brent ayler has got some haters.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> is that possible? I didn't think <laughs> he's the nicest guy in the world. You know, <laughs> it, all he does yes. is I smile. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> they hate got him. Got how can you hate a guy that
0: smiles all the I, time? That's impossible.
3: He, he must catch too many fish. I guess he does. I don't know. But yeah, it's great and then and you guys have had Gary Klein yeah.
1: out to the to the range. Yeah, Gary and Brent both uh took him out shooting, got him on some uh you know, one of the one of the special places we train at and put him on some some special guns and uh, uh let him do some long range shooting. It was, it was a blast. Really cool.
5: Who was the better shot? Uh
1: yeah. Gary
5: Without yeah, a Gary doubt. was. Yeah, he yeah. well,
2: shooting. A, you do not want to get in a shooting match with yeah. Gary. He can shoot. Buddy. Well,
3: so didn't somebody get in a shooting match with Gary? Didn't he the one that got shot at? He got in shot Louisiana? at.
0: Oh yeah, that was the year I won the classic. Yeah, what? he was shot at. Yeah, oh three. In two thousand three, uh, he was fishing in a in a bayou, in a, yeah. an arm of a bayou that had a fish camp in it. Wow. And you know the fish, the guy that he lived. I mean, this was a Cajun, straight up Cajun guy. Mm-hmm. And he thought that, you know, that was his little arm of that bayou and you know, he had posted signs and all uh-huh. that and uh this I think it was the second or third second or third day of the event he actually fired one up in the air just like Gary know. Wow. This is my bayou. Stay the wow. hell out of this
2: wow. bayou. So. <laughs> well, be careful. Maybe that's yeah. why Gary got into the long range shooting. Maybe it yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. might be after Popped that event. Yeah. He picked, a, he yeah. he picked it up. i tell you. That I... guy better not shoot at him now. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a guy yeah. shoot. Gary's yeah. waiting for a classic oh, yeah. to go oh, back yeah. there. <laughs>
1: He's
2: the uh, uh, in a tight spot. Another guy you
1: guys know is Cajun Baby. Oh, Cajun Baby's got a neat story. And, uh, matter of fact, I'll tie that right into the book. He's a former police former officer. Former police officer? He is. Former police officer? He is. Yep. He's got some good stories. Yep. And, uh, I, I got, I was fortunate enough to be able to, uh, to interview him. And, uh, I don't, I don't want to give it all away, but, yeah. uh, that's and awesome. His is gonna be in the book. Yeah, well. Cajun
0: Babe is a good friend of ours. Good yep. friend of the show. Good dude, man. I-, I don't know if you knew this, but his mama said, uh-huh. Ike lives the devil." Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 I, uh oh. M- that Mama say, Mama say, Mama say, Ike lives the devil. It was
1: challenging. He has a uh, he has a very uh, unique accent. Oh yeah, he does. And yeah. It, was, it was a challenge for me to try to capture that. Yeah. In the book, written. right? So it's uh it's gonna be neat. I like wow. it. Wow. Yeah.
0: I'll be, I'll look forward to reading that chapter. Yeah, <laughs> that's, absolutely, absolutely, That's tough to decipher to yeah, yeah. his yeah. accent, for sure. It's good, it's good. Yeah, Dave, you got something else back there so you, uh... No, I just, uh, so Mark, you were talking
5: earlier about that tournament you had where you had listed <laughs> the different, you know, the, the way soldiers died, their names. We came across a craft brewery called Dog Tag Brewing yep. that did the same exact thing. They only make yep. a couple beers, but they would list the soldier, where he was from, and how the soldier, and how the soldier died, and, uh... We actually drank them on, on air a couple of shows ago. That's true. And we, yeah, we read did. the soldier's name out loud. Yeah. For me, their names can't be read enough, you know? Like, uh, I
0: don't know. But no, I don't know if you ever tried Dog Tag Brewing, but it's a good beer. It is a good beer. It was good. It was really good. Uh, I, You know, I'll I get something else real quick, too, because uh, Brian makes these amazing notes, and yep. I want to make sure that we talk about some of this stuff. Uh, we talk about your book project. We sure. talk about a little bit of your life, past life. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about something present that gets away from that, which is rod building. uh Oh, <laughs> tell me a little bit about the rod building thing, because I've oh, I've man. seen it on on socially on uh-huh, your sites uh-huh. and stuff. I've seen the connection, okay. but I'm interested in hearing I, about it.
1: You know, I, I first off I didn't uh, I I appreciate the topic, but uh, uh, I yeah I had no intention to come on here and plugging my rods. Yeah, but uh, again, no, we want to hear I'm, about it. I am ate up with fishing. Yeah uh i've I've, I've experienced a lot of negative things in my life man and uh to touch on it i'm I'm kind of a success story getting off of all the meds and and all that kind of stuff uh med free now 100 Um, percent um couldn't have been happier with my life uh but rod building is 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 something i started out with as a hobby and it's 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 a it's a place i can go in my mind and it's it's very calming it's very peaceful and i apply uh all of the same principles that made me successful in my special ops days to to other facets of my life yeah Rod building being one of them yeah you know and uh once i retired uh, again just over a year ago uh, once i retired i wanted to i wanted to to start a new chapter and i wanted to do something i was passionate about and something that calmed me yeah uh, i was pretty i was pretty amped up dude back then um not in a good way. <laughs> right. So uh, that business that, that Mark and I are, are, are part of is, is is it's a necessary business, um, but it's a black hole. It'll suck you. It'll suck you in. Right. Um, and I want to. It's time for me to sever that, and I'm, I'm moving forward. Rod building's one of them. I uh, started started building rods, and just got just passionate about it love every aspect about it it's a neat process got into the science of of ride building the the, the technical aspects of rod building you know actions and powers yeah. and links and uh, you know different style guides yeah. and guide placement and different loads and etc etc it's, sup- it's super neat yeah i it's could talk all night about it but yeah uh, uh yeah man started a little rod company up uh custom rods yeah um jack ontario custom rods and um they're, they're nice rods look yeah, at we'll the Rudy. I,
3: I had a chance to fish with them a little yeah. bit, uh, you know, because he had, you know, had him in the boat, obviously, and uh, yeah, they were they were awesome. I think yeah. uh, I was firing your uh, your chatterbait around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, you know, sensitive, super light, really cool custom work in in the handles, a lot of inlays yeah. and and, yeah. and custom wrap that goes on in there. Sure, I got into the uh, really decorative.
1: Neat. I got into a lot of the decorative thread wraps and and. I'm like, ah, I don't want to stop there, you know. Let's uh, let's get crazy with it, yeah, man. And I'll build whatever, I'll build whatever anybody could think of, yeah. you know. Say, different snake skins and it, yeah. you name it.
0: Yeah, it's a neat process. I mean, I, 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 I'm not into it like you are, but yeah, I've, yeah. I've had a chance to work with Abu Garcia, sure, with some rods, and yeah. I can tell you, to get things right, oh yeah. you have to really think it out. You That's know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. I've I've designed some baits before and some colors, and that's a relatively quick process, right? You could yeah. say, you know, oh, this needs more chartreuse. you got to lighten it up here with colors, or you yeah. could say, the tail's got to go this way. But with rods, yeah. it's more complex. It is. You've got it materials, yep. you've got guide placement, yep. you've got the, the action of the rod. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, there's so many yep. elements. I can tell you that the rod series I did with Abu mm-hmm. took two years, probably a hair more to get it exactly to where I want it, the action. Exactly. So I yep. I can relate to what you're doing. Absolutely. And it's more of an art than it is. anything. It is. Designing and, uh, a rod.
1: It's something that a lot of people don't realize. You know, you, 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 you could buy... I mean, there's so many different rod manufacturers. And and I never... One thing, I, I went into this new business that I created. Yeah, I'm never going to dog anybody. I'm not going to dog another rod builder yeah. or manufacturer or anything like that. But I will, I will state that, you know, it, it does take someone that knows what they're doing... When it comes to the to the technical aspects of a of a good fishing rod, and and anybody can slap one together, it's not rocket science. However, to do it right it does take a little experience and a little background with yeah. it. And uh, there's a lot of nuances that uh, that that goes into a rod that to custom fit an, an angler, because all anglers are different. Sure. It, it's pretty neat. Whether it's grip grip size, grip placement, you know, the, the whole gamut. You're
3: absolutely right yep. about that because that it's one of the key facets that i talk about and to to dive into fishing sure sure. on that topic is is angler anglers have to be aware of their own body mechanics
1: exactly
3: and not you know there's bodies like mike's that's probably similar to stockle and maybe you and kvd have you guys have similar like body frames and and then there's you know different body frames like yours and mine and and um a rod action on a certain technique that's right is very effective in with your mechanics yeah might not yeah. be effective for another me, uh, body mechanics that's and, right you know so you, you've really got a you've really got to customize your selections Absolutely. on yep. on which rod you're using way i go about it and i teach people to go about it is you know if you're you you want to get uh your strike to catch ratio very very high yeah you know if if your chatterbait rod is the if the four pound smallmouth that are biting it <laughs> yep, are yep, that yep. they're all getting in the boat you know, you're, you've got this thing nailed. You're using the right jo- rod sure. for your body mechanics and yep. the techniques and the line. And obviously, it's is
2: because he did everything to lose that fish. To get rid fish. of that fish, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> he was dilly-dallying with that four-pounder.
1: I want to tire him out a little bit. Between his, your legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah. Tr- little yeah.
0: trick, uh, really.
3: Yeah. You know, meanwhile, me and Mark are like, you've got to get that <laughs> fish in the boat. You know? <laughs>
1: it's a very important fish to this day. <laughs> I've got to say it, though. I've got to say it, though, Pete. Uh, you know. It, it ties into the whole stress mitigation and fishing and everything. You know, I'm out there. There's not a bad day of fishing for me, man. Yeah. There's never. I don't care what's going on, man. It could be snowing. I don't care. But I, I say to myself, I'm not getting shot at, and I'm not getting blown up. Uh, you know, I tire this fish out and enjoy the yeah. enjoy the fight a little bit. Plus, I didn't want to break my rod tip. Boat boat flipping him in.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's get caught up a little bit. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for for their questions and comments. This is awesome. Uh, And checking in on uh, Facebook, a couple quick comments. We have Brian Bell that says, Awesome show tonight. Mark and Jack, thank you for what you guys do. Uh, We have uh, Mick Bickley saying, there's some pretty awesome dudes to you guys. Thanks, so, Mick. That's, that's awesome. You, and then we've got a bunch of the similar questions coming in. And let's throw it out there. Um, a lot of people want to know, what do you guys feel about all this shit that's gone on with uh, ISIS great right question. now? Oh, man. Especially, question. you know, this Paris yeah. thing. And y- y- You guys have a, a better vantage and viewpoint of this sure. than anybody in the world. T- t- tell us about what how what are your feelings on, on this shit going down with yeah, ISIS? Yeah, you
1: know, um, what... Our society, what our American society and culture needs to understand, is that not everybody's the same. Not everyone has the same mindset or or outlooks on life as we do. Right. Uh, to, to generalize it to keep it to keep it simple, uh, and those radicals, ISIS, ISIL, Dash, uh, a lot of different nicknames for that new uh, faction that's that started yeah. up, that's started up and causing all these problems. Um, they're not the same as us. They don't think the same. They don't believe the same things. They don't have the same morals. They're they're wicked. They're evil, uh, and they understand one thing, and that is violence of action. And they understand who is the 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 stronger entity, right? You know. And I'm sorry. Go I, yeah, go ahead.
3: I do. I want you to go down those lines because yeah. I asked you a similar question when we were in a boat today, sure. and. It's like, why do they hate us so much? Yeah, and you had a, you guys gave me an answer, and that's really the first time that somebody's explained it to me uh-huh. in that fashion about what's said in the Quran and, and the way that they're interpreting it.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, could could you j- just say it's that a, again? You know, it's a it's a radical it's a radical uh, mindset, and and it's and and here's the thing, here's the thing that might all Americans might not agree with. It's it's it. It doesn't make them right or wrong. Okay, we have to get away from that. What what they're doing is wrong, and the way that they're going about it is wrong. But what they believe and why they believe it doesn't make them wrong. And um, I don't know, Mark. You want to jump in on at any time, buddy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> They'll be out here. No, but uh, uh, what are we going to do about it? You know, they understand. They understand the fist. And the, and the constraints that we have on us right now uh, is, is limiting us, and it's actually hurting us. You know, and, and I don't want to get too political on you guys, but uh, it's uh, we can deal with them. They're they're they they're, they're punks. They're they're, they're not that uh, they're not that big a threat if if you let the if you let the dogs loose and let them do what they know right. how to do. Right. Right. You know, it'd be probably be taken care of. Yeah. But politics being what it is. It makes it difficult. It makes it difficult. It makes and, it difficult. And, and,
3: and what else makes it difficult is the, their willingness to to terminate their own lives. Yes. For a cause. Mm, yeah. You know, that's that's
1: a difficult yeah. opponent. So that's a that's a tough pill to swallow for Americans. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I
2: don't people that are used to calling in sick. Yeah. You know, like hey, I'm not going to work today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm feel yeah. good enough to go into work today. Right. We don't have that mindset. He's yeah. you know, like you got a handful
1: of, of dudes, you know, that yeah. will
2: do all the way to the end.
1: Yeah, willing and capable. Work. Right. And,
2: you know, we to have that mentality like that, you know, that's a, that's a tough thing to come up against. You
1: know, right. But that religious fanaticism that they have uh, is actually they have an advantage over us. We have, a, we have a small amount of people like Mark and myself and... Uh, other elements within the U.S. government that, you know, have the same mindset or willing to, t- to toe the line with these guys. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll lead a bullet in a, in a day to, to, you know, I was, hey, God, Mike, here you go. You know, I walk back there to, to go to the bathroom, and I'm looking at the pictures on the wall. Yeah. That's why we do what we yeah. do. You know? Yeah. Kudos to that. Yeah. All right. Family pictures. Yeah. Family pictures, yeah. man. And 100% completely innocent, you know. Uh, beings, mm-hmm. life, uh, to have someone like like ISIS or ISIL dash threaten that it, it enrages me. And, mm-hmm. and if I have the capability mm-hmm. and the skills to stop that and to, to intervene, I will. And March the same. You know, other guys like us are the same. And it, it when you hamstring us, you know, uh, it it makes it tough. Yeah. Well, thank
3: thank goodness we have guys like you, and mm-hmm. I, yeah. I appreciate and thank you guys for what you do. I say
1: bring it to the states, man. You know it'll be a big it'll be a big mistake on their part. Do you think it's coming? It, it will because we haven't seen lot. much. Yeah. unfortunately it will. A lot of
2: people talking about yeah it's
1: coming. Yeah. Unfortunately yeah. it will, and I, I'm actually quite surprised. If we got guys it.
2: that won't let Gary fish in their arm, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, there's definitely guys <laughs> right, that yeah. won't let him right their mall. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, uh, speaking of family, Dave, this is a good time. Uh, you Talked about. Family and kids, and uh, yeah. this is, this is neat, Dave. I'm oh, gonna man, hold it up that. and let you talk oh. about it because this is really cool. And this actually ties into our last awesome. show because it's a singlet, it's yeah. a wrestling yeah. singlet, which yeah. I wore in the last show. Not this one, it's a little small. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Mike, I'm gonna zoom in. Hold it up for the camera. Yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll, I I want to uh, let's see get that right on the camera.
5: Turn turn to the back too, Mike. That's my son's favorite part.
1: Oh man, look at that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, Dave. So, talk, talk about that a little bit. This is your sons, by the way.
5: Yeah. So Rudy and Mark, my son is a uh, is is a fanatical wrestler. He spends yep. about 20, 25 hours a week on the mat. Oh,
0: Dude, that's awesome.
5: He's seven years old too. He's, wow. And um, he had a choice of custom singlets that I was going to buy that. him for this season. He has his team singlet, and when we go out and do our own events without the team, he had a choice of his own. And he's a massive massive uh he's a massive military head. He, uh, and he chose that one. Uh, all That's the awesome. ones we scoured through, he wanted one that was military-related. <laughs> so, here, I'm going to show you a picture. Hang on a minute. Yeah.
1: Dude, That's that is cool. awesome.
5: So, this actually, this was taken today. This is how there it you go. out in the yard.
1: Good form. I like it. <laughs> I like it. T- yeah. t- t- tell me, tuck his elbows in. <laughs> <laughs> tuck his elbows in. That's good, though. <laughs> so, get so that, a, he asked me a today. today? Yeah. That's awesome, man.
5: So he asked today if you guys would both sign that singlet.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh,
5: I had him out I had him out at Penn State last year where one of the greatest wrestlers of all time coaches. His name's Kel Sanderson. And he wanted an autograph on his singlet the way Kel Sanderson signed his uh, poster <laughs> last year. So that's man, how he, that's how he f- looks at you guys.
1: Absolutely, man. We appreciate that. That's that's too easy. That's cool. Yeah.
5: Instead of like SpongeBob, he'll have on the military channel up in his room.
1: There it's, uh, you go. That, wow. uh, I like
2: intense. his style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's interesting because uh, uh, my son, he's 21 now, but uh, when he was six, uh, he started wrestling. And he was big into wrestling, buddy. He loved it. Uh, Jaden, good job, buddy. Uh, state champ. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Gave up, uh, gave up scholarships for wrestling to uh, run his uh, computer science degree. So he's just now finishing that up. He's got a year left. Uh, wow. Awesome kid, man. man. Phenom. But uh, he was ate up with wrestling too, man. He loved it.
0: Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Brian Carpenter. Here, here's what I want to do. If you're okay with this, uh, I. Can can we – yeah, I want to open up the phone lines. Do you want to take a quick break and open up the phone lines, or do you want us to open them up? Or uh, I'm going to let our producer make a decision on this.
3: Oh, Uh, terrible decision. Well, (laughs) I tell you, we've got to talk about Rudy today, uh, a little bit about his guiding.
5: Oh. Uh oh. I like and, to talk about and, that.
3: And what he what he wants to do, and and I'm excited about where he's going to be guiding.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I want to hear about this. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has got to come before any kind of break? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Just uh, <laughs> uh Cap- Captain Jack Captain Ontario, Jack Ontario, is, Ontario. Yes.
3: is uh is his alter or his AKA. Yep. And yep. um and he's going to be working on the Thousand Islands region.
1: Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Upstate uh, Upstate New York, Oneida Lake, uh, Eastern uh, Ontario Basin. Great part of the country. Oh, man, Great fishing in that part of the country. awesome fishery. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. And, and like I said before, man, I'm, I'm ate up with fishing, dude. I love every aspect about it. Uh, any day on the water is not a bad day. I don't, I don't care how you turn out, how many fish you put in a boat. But I, I also enjoy um, being around people and exposing the, this awesome sport. Yeah. To, to other people who aren't as privileged or might not have enough you know, the same amount of background as we do. Yeah. Um. And I, I, I love bringing that to people. And um. I thought what better way, man, to start that new chapter in my life, you know, combine it with the rod building and the and the tournament angling that we're doing, uh, with with starting my own guide service. So.
0: It's, that's awesome. And what a great part of the country yeah. to to guide in. Yep. I yeah. I mean, uh, outside of the cold winters. Oh yeah. I couldn't think of a better place. To catch fish. Absolutely. Because, it, I mean, Thousand Islands is a great example. That place is, is loaded.
1: smallmouth
0: are fired up up there. Yeah. Too.
3: It's got a million smallmouth. Yep. It's got a million Large, large
0: mouth that aren't fished for.
3: And, yeah. And a million yeah. coves and cuts to get out of the weather. Yeah. yeah. And it's a destination. It's one of the most beautiful fisheries it is. on the planet. And uh, I think people will travel from all over the world to go fishing there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people would uh, for for the service that you did for this country and are, mm. and I think a lot of people would love to come and uh and spend a day fishing that region with you. I, I think that'd be awesome.
1: I tell you, man. And then, uh, you know, being on the water with guys like Pete, of course, <laughs> well, giving me some of the tips and inside secrets on how to run a business effectively. Yeah, he is well, the, yeah. uh, man, the world's
0: most mysterious man. Look at yeah. <laughs> that. The Dean. The
3: Dean. <laughs> the Dean. <laughs> the dean. Not, Kid and play. Yeah. Not, not everybody, while guiding, yeah. can get a six pack of yingling thrown in their boat. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that That's was right. pretty impressive.
2: That was pretty wow, good. Wow, right the most mysterious man in the world yeah. working his magic. Yeah. Uh,
0: let me remind everybody, right up there on the screen, if you look, we've got our toll-free call number, 855 Give us a call. We want to hear from you. Brian, do we have a caller already on the line? We do. Okay. Oh. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where do you call from? Hey, this
6: is Big Sexy. What's
0: crap? <laughs> Big Sexy. How you doing tonight?
6: Good,
0: Ike. How are you doing? Uh, we're we're great. We're having a good old time tonight. What well, what's your question? What do you got?
6: Uh, I'm uh I'm just curious. Uh, first of all, let me say that Pete Glusik, uh, I can see that he's a man of the cloth because. It would take a miracle to put them two guys on a couple of fish.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go. How much, time, how much time do we have for calling? Let's keep this thing rolling. Wow. In the center of the good time train and town has took me down many a rail. <laughs> the
6: first year we went to uh, Lake Seminole for the ABA deal, McAllen slammed a rodlocker on my head. <laughs> oh, wow. It
2: wasn't it my fault. It
6: was I knew why he does it.
2: <laughs> He was sucking on his a, bottom lip.
6: Um, great show. I've been around them guys for a long time. Uh, I got Ike a couple years ago when you were at Table Rock. You stayed at uh, Kimberlin Inn. You remember that?
0: I do. Uh,
6: remember standing out there in the dark, signing all them autographs for them kids? Oh, yeah. I have a picture of my daughter in your boat.
0: That's uh, awesome.
6: Somewhere here in my house, that I'm going to hang up here pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> I came down to meet you that evening, and I think that you won that event or locked up Angler of the Year. AOY. Day,
0: the I locked up AOY on that event, 2006. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: yeah there was a lot of people uh, out there that had a lot of really great things to say about you because you stayed out every night after practice and signed autographs, and it was really a really cool deal.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Th- thank you for that. That was, that um, was amazing. But,
6: yeah, I, I, me and Mark go way back. Uh, I haven't known Rudy as long. We're, we've known each other for a couple of years now, but the uh, Special Ops deal, man, it's it's for real. Um, I'm not a SF guy, but they've they've uh, been kind enough to drag me along, so I'm uh, I'm all about it. And uh, he should have any, been anything that uh, to help the team. That's what it's all about.
0: That that's awesome. That's awesome. It's that, great to hear. I, I got to tell you. Uh, L- listening to all you guys, um, e- even when w- when you speak, uh, just you know, you start talking about this stuff, it- it's emotional. It is emotional because, like, I feel like such a average guy. You know, you know what I mean. Like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you you guys can un- understand this, but yeah. I feel so like average compared to what you guys sacrifice and do. Well, and it- it's an ama- it's an amazing yeah. thing for a regular dude like me. It's an amazing thing. To just be talking to you guys. It's a well, I appreciate you. It.
6: I'm, I'm, I'm the regular guy, too. Uh, there's nothing special about me. Um, you know, I, like I said, they were kind enough to bring me in. Me and Mark go way back. Um, we were fishing together at a place at Fort Riley years ago, um, catching gar with uh <laughs> gar.
0: Oh, gar tournament.
6: Uh, uh, <laughs> that to our big thing. We used to go buy rattle traps for two bucks a piece.
4: And go to a place called Rocky Ford and just whack the gar. <laughs> nice. Uh, that cute, is
2: like huh? the classics. not held
6: in Kansas, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, and for me, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, I backed into a really good deal. Um, the first time that I, me and my wife have known Mark for well, 20 years now, yep. and me and my wife are both retired, and so we PCS to Germany. And uh, I get this phone call. And it's like midnight over there, and uh, it's Mark, and he says, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Green Beret." So I hung the phone
4: up. <laughs> so my wife looked at me. She said, "Who was that?" I said, "That was Mark." What, did he
6: get disconnected? No, I hung up on him because he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't drunk because about two years later he sent me an email and said, "Hey, I made it." And I said, you made it as in sobering up? And he said, no, I went to Green Bray, fool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we've stayed in contact all these years, and I'm I'm hoping that we can get things worked out. And when he's done doing his thing, that um, he can get out here with us and uh – and see what retirement life is, and hopefully he won't blow up like I did, but, you know, I work pretty
4: hard
2: at getting fat, so. You guys need him around when you're putting people on the scale, because he'd make you feel a lot better. You don't get a name like Big Sexy being a little guy.
3: Hey, well, I, I tell you, you know, um, you talk about, you know, what these guys have been through, and. And uh, we have a connection. We fished together for 15 years, traveled and ra- raising families and, and uh, been through a lot together. But there is no connection like the brotherhood that these guys have. Yeah. yeah. Um it's yeah. it's special. Special.
2: It's, Very truly special. Special. it's yeah, tight, man.
1: Yeah. It yeah. really
2: doesn't matter how far we're separated, you no. know, like like we'll find a way. <laughs> Paul and his wife Annette are out in Missouri, he's in New York, I'm I'm in North Carolina, you know, and, and all the guys that were around, we got guys down in Florida that, that yep. fish with us for the special ops survivors, you know, we're spread out. But we are literally talking to each other all the time. And then we do find ways to, to see. We'll be at Fall or, or for the ABA thing. We'll meet up wherever that's at. Or we'll, we'll be at Potomac, you know, and, uh, just it, different times throughout the year. That yeah. It lines up, and we stop what we're doing and, 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 and go to it right now. You know, like when, when Rudy talked about coming here, it's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I'll get in a truck and drive nine hours. That's no problem. And and even you know like my old lady was hi Miss Candace <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, almost missed yeah, that it, it, it <laughs> in. Uh, right in there the point, again good the point there it goes <laughs> thanks for allowing me to come up here uh, <laughs> the point. but you know it wasn't it wasn't really it, it, she knew you know there's no she didn't ask questions or anything like that other than when is it you know because she knows like hey if a guy calls you that's it you stop yeah. what you're doing and go to it so. It was. It works out like that, and Paul and it, you know, same way. They both, they you know, they both retired after 20 years, and yeah. so you know, wow. they had f- over 40 years of service wow. between yeah, them, wow. two. you know, it's phenomenal. So you know, they ask for anything, you're there for them. They'll do yep. the same for us. And, yep.
1: he's, and he's on a good time train all the time. Yet yeah, he Continues. Yeah. Continues to give back, and that's what, uh, you know, that's what ties the three of us together. Is yeah. that? Uh, is that? Is that willingness to continue giving back to the foundation. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, uh, I think, as, as far as good times goes, uh, didn't didn't Paul have some... Uh, Paul, didn't you have some uh, some snags you ran into a couple of weeks ago? You still
2: there? He's still there. Hello?
1: Yeah. Hello? Paul, didn't you have some snags you ran into uh, at the doctors a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> oh, I know you don't want me to tell that story. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's so a funny one.
6: I just... Uh I put it off for a year. I just turned 51 and so I went to my colonostomy.
1: <laughs> uh,
6: and so I get there. Oh, my wife's going to kill me. She knows I told this story. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: Nettie, I, I made him do it. <laughs> uh,
6: so, anyway, I get there, and um, and everybody's been through this, or they're going to be through it. They oh, yeah. Deal. You take this stuff, you know, and you clean yourself out. So, after procedure, I was in the the recovery room, and a uh, little. Well, uh, specialist d 4 young kid, orderly, you know, and I'm laying there and I tell the kid, I said, hey, you know what? I said, hey, dude, I, I got to use the bathroom. And uh kid says, oh, well, go ahead. I'm like, no, dude, I got to use the bathroom. No, oh, no, go ahead. No, I got to take Do a shit. But Come on. Air.
4: I'm like,
6: well, that makes sense. You know, I took all that stuff. I got myself flushed out. So I released it,
4: <laughs> and
6: I laid there another ten minutes. And when I got up, uh, there was shit
2: all over the <laughs> <place>. Oh no! Hello, <laughs> um, good times, train. Language, but I said, hey
4: mother,
6: you know, <laughs> why did you tell me to shit on myself? <laughs> the guy says, well. You know, there was some solution up there. I said, hey, I if it goes up and comes back out, it's still all shit. So you have to know my wife, and my wife is, is you know, she has a lot of patience because she has to deal with me all the time, and she tries to be nice about everything, so she says in a real quiet voice, hey, Paul, hey, Paul, and I turn around and go, yeah. She goes, yeah. <laughs> There's poop on your butt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I shit> there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Hello, Good uh. Times Train. <laughs>
6: that's, that's how the Good Times Train rolled for me. Man. Oh my <laughs> god,
1: Paul! All right, uh, Paul.
6: Parker, Rudy, I'll see you. I appreciate the time, brother. Hey, Big sexy, Paul, you rock, for the call, buddy.
3: man. Thank you, buddy. Peace. It, and uh, I, I th- it's you know it's been an opportunity that Brian's been looking for to play the theme from deliverance. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
1: that yeah. we, we appreciate that story. But <laughs> I tell you, man, that dude right there though, that dude's got the biggest heart yep. and he's the type of guy, Paul Garrett to you, buddy and Annette both. Uh, and it give you the shirt off the back, Yeah, you know, uh, especially guys like us and to, and to back to the foundation and, and what we're working for. So man, kudos, Paul, you're a good dude. That's awesome. Thank he's
2: you, had, Paul. Had, for uh, Paul. Um, a special experience with one of our gold star wives um and it just fishing and small world and all that how it tied in uh was in 2012 um i lost three dudes and a military working dog in one attack in uh, the Ghazni province in afghanistan um and that really um all three of them were married uh, kids galore you know all that and it, that's really was kind of our eye opener for hey we need to stop what we're doing uh, and, and help out these gold stars right. and help out these, these children and that but a really neat story that tied in with Paul and that even being as far out as Missouri is uh, one of the guys was a uh, dog handler and um, uh, he of course you know lost his dog that day as well um, and he had he had worked out at at um, I don't know I mess this up, at Fort Leonard Wood for a little while, um, and there was a dog out there that was going to be retired from service. Uh, so I, I I'm not real sure on how the dog handlers work with that, but I think the like the first opportunity for that dog then would be to go to the handler. Uh, and the handler wasn't able to take that dog for one reason or the other, They're either deploying or leaving or something like that. Couldn't take that dog. So they did some research on it to look back, like who was the previous handler? Previous handler happened to be that guy, certain uh, Dick Lee that was with me in 2012 that we had lost. Um, so, like, just you know, as a as a chance, you know, they they kind of started looking at, well, let's look at. They looked into the history of that dog. That dog ended up being um a litter mate for the dog that 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 we had lost. And wow. also that ended up being Dick Lee's dog when he was at um Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Uh so they contacted his wife and uh she was able to and wanted to um uh adopt the dog and she drove up there from where she lived in Louisiana and drove up to Missouri uh, and they retired that dog from service, and then gave her that dog. But Paul, being right there at Fort Leonard Wood, uh, him and Annette were able to go and meet her. Uh, they went and had, you know, lunch with the, with her and her and her two boys that are just nuts, you know, too this is crazy. We love being around them because they are just on fire. Uh, but he was able to. So I got some pictures where they're using Paul as a jungle gym and climbing all over him and that. But it meant a lot to us, and it, and it goes back to show like how much that guy. Like, that family stopped what they were doing. They went in immediately, you know, linked up with her, and then they were, you know, part of that service where they got to see that. But she was able to get that litter mate from the dog that her husband, who had passed, wow. had lost to as well. So, small world, and, it, you know, just how it all linked up. And then we have one of our guys that we fished with right there. Uh, so he was able to meet her and spend time with her. It was a neat, neat experience That's and it amazing. Just, you know, phenomenal, you know, small world coincidence yeah. that just, just went down, but you know, we're all put there at the right time, the right place and, wow. and they were there for it. It was a pretty neat experience. Yeah,
0: what a cool story. Uh Brian, we got another caller? Yeah. Oh, oh Dave,
5: you got something first? Be- before we get to the call. Yeah, what do you got Dave? The the IM board is lit up with adoration for these guys. Yeah. Respect, admiration. And I just want to let everyone know who's listening that if they Purchase anything from Baitworks slash Skirmish Baits. Fifty percent of the proceeds go to this charity that we're talking about. Wow,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, that's So awesome. it's
5: Baitworks slash Skirmish Baits.
0: That's uh, that's
5: awesome.
1: I'm gonna pull up uh, I'll pull up another. If you don't mind, Mike, I'll pull up another little project uh, we're working on. Sure. Um, you know, again, we're passionate about the uh, we're passionate about the charity and. Uh, I'll we'll take a look at that. That's a uh, that's a that's wow. a, that's a lure that we had designed uh, specifically through skirmish baits and uh, and bait works.
0: So cool, so cool. Yeah. Uh, let, let's pass this to Brian. Uh, Pete, do me a favor, pass that in there because we can get a close up of that too. Really cool. Uh, what you're going to see here in a second, um, I'm going to get Brian to put this up to the screen. Is you're going to see a, a custom crankbait yep. designed by Baitworks. Yep. Uh,
1: uh, but, uh, actually designed by Skirmish Baits. Skirmish Baits. Painted with uh, custom paint company, Baitworks. Yep. Paints by Baitworks.
0: Yep. Oh. And you're going to see nice. this in a second. Uh, Brian's going to put it up. Here's a good look at that crankbait. Really cool. And it's got the, uh, the Special That's Ops logo special on, on it.
2: Survivor logo on yep.
5: it. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, so I fucked that up. It's just this bait.
4: <laughs> know,
2: <laughs> Skirmish is going crazy. Right now. Okay. I almost got online and started ordering baits. Yeah,
0: yeah. Dave Projects is going to be sued. Yeah. This, this show is over. No,
2: but
1: uh, but if you go to if you go to com, they'll uh you know, there's going to be a number of baits on here to, to order and purchase and, and like they said a percentage of that uh goes directly to uh Mark and I or the foundation. Um you can also uh purchase the bait through my website uh, jackontario.com. Uh, either either skirmish baits uh, or mine—they both link to the same thing for this bait. Uh, like I said, we're doing everything we can to to, yeah. to drive uh, awareness and drive uh, funds and everything to. Special Op survivors, and
2: That's it's awesome. a it's a you know fishable bait, but yeah, uh, it'll come with a stand like that, and yep. uh, it's a collectible as well. Yeah. You know, put it up there. Yeah. Um, well,
0: we're we're absolutely. definitely gonna have to get some for the studio. We already we got, got some. It in the studio, we I rec- some I for
2: recognize this. that style of bait.
3: Of course, it didn't have that paint job, but yep. I, I believe uh, these gentlemen donated a couple of those to the bottom of the Chesapeake.
1: <laughs> 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 the of the Chesapeake. Yeah. I tell you what, but there's some hot baits, yeah. buddy. Not to, <laughs> not to give any secrets out, but yeah. Um, and uh uh,
2: and that was helpful for Rudy too for getting yeah. into the guy business because yep. he could see like as a guide you might want to have a lure retriever in a boat. Yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah, you know, a lure yeah. retriever. So every what are you time, to say, Mark. Every, every, every time we would hook one up, like, oh, I guess there is a rope down there. He's on his phone plugging it too, so I don't know if he's going back. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> how uh, yeah. Pete makes his money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got another caller line. Caller, what's your name? Where you call from?
8: Well, I am Carrie Klaus, and I am calling from Destin, Florida. How Carrie. are you tonight? I'm great. I'm great. I uh, I actually work for Special Ops Survivors, and I wanted to call in and, and tell y'all thank you so much for having our guys on. And Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> hey, Carrie. <laughs> I don't know if he can hear me or not. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in and, and say thank you guys so much for the support. Hey, She's
2: our biggest fan. Yeah, yep. yeah,
0: really. That's awesome. Well, th- thank, you too for what you're doing.
8: No, happy to, happy to.
1: I tell you, this woman, this woman right here, uh, Miss Klaus, Carrie, uh, Carrie. This is Rudy. I spoke with you on the side of the mountain not too long ago. Yes, yeah, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, I tell you what, man, she will stop what she's doing. To uh, we had a we had an incident with uh, some uh, some special op uh, brother of ours, uh, and it just so happened that. Uh, the timing of it was not the best and uh, unfortunately he committed suicide uh for f- struggling from some ptsd issues and uh man i got right on the phone right away and, and, and called carrie probably at an inopportune time sorry about that carrie but uh she yeah, got she got i mean right on it and um we're able to uh find out some different ways to help get support to the family it's yeah. uh, man i'll tell you this it, is an awesome organization and uh it's it, it, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. That's it definitely. Is. That's definitely. awesome. Well, it takes yep. good
0: people to run a yeah. good organization. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah thank, thank you for your call. We appreciate you, of, too.
8: Of course. Thank you guys so much for uh, for supporting Team Special Ops Survivors and, and for all you guys do to, to get the word out about these amazing people that, that we're trying to support. So I appreciate it. That's all I wanted to do was just call in to say thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Carrie. Thank, thank you.
3: Thanks thank for the you, call. All right.
8: Of course. Talk hey, to you later. Hey,
3: Carrie, are you still there? I'm here. Yeah, you're from you're from Florida. Did, do you do you go fishing down there much? <laughs> I
4: don't <laughs>
8: fish, but my husband is a massive fan. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> wow.
4: Awesome.
8: Yeah, I uh, I told him that that our guys were going to be on the show tonight. He was pretty excited. I got so, a buddy uh, of mine
1: in Tampa. So, yeah, yeah, I you're going we got to get pitch, him hooked up.
8: I support a fisherman.
1: <laughs> awesome.
3: Well, we certainly appreciate what you do. Thank you very much.
8: No, happy to. I appreciate you guys uh, having, having our team special ops guys on. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for the call.
8: Of course. You guys have a good night.
0: That's awesome. You too. Thank you. Awesome. I, I thought you were going to kick the I'm Pete Glusick bitches. <laughs> 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 I just thought that was coming. It felt like you were going to kick I, I, that I thought line. I the anything. moment. I thought so. Did I, saw, I, miss the well, I saw your hand like going up. I saw the finger starting to point,
3: <laughs> yeah. but then it came back down. Well, you, just, you just can't fire it out on any occasion.
4: Right. No, right. It's, gotta be, it's, it's got to be special. Yeah, it's got to be right. Yeah, it's gotta got to be special.
1: Uh, yeah. Brian, did you get that video I sent you? Uh, with uh with uh, yesterday fishing with yeah Pete? I'm I'm oh, I'm Captain <laughs> <laughs> the uh the timing of it's got to be perfect right <laughs> yeah. I got
3: this real quick you got to have a four pounder or better oh on look there. at that this look guy. at that
1: that's this guy right here <laughs> that's good that's not photoshopped
0: <laughs> best time that's, that's that a awesome legit picture set. right there that's awesome who's working. on the cover of Best Times there
2: working th- working through little is that uh, you cultural things. The KBD with
0: fever. Yeah, <laughs> He's never been on the cover of Fast Times. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> and, never,
0: and never
3: will. I don't know. Ooh. He's got 56 top 10 finishes coming over to the elites.
5: Does he really? Yep. Does every start count though? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about elites though. I'm saying not. No, I mean. Well, no, I
3: didn't. Yeah. he's got a fair amount of tour, tours, you know, finishes. Kabul River.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: That. Okay. Let's let's keep going. You uh, want to talk more about LaFever? No. Let's not. Talk about <laughs> uh, let me remind everybody. Uh, thank you for watching tonight. This has been an awesome show so far. Uh, you know, if you miss it or if you have a buddy that wants to watch it or if, you know, if you want to listen to it again, you're headed to work. Lots of ways to get Ike live. Of course, you can get it on MikeEikenella.com, but you can also find it on iTunes. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on carbon tv and of course you can find little special segments on youtube and periscope let me remind you uh we've got some great sponsors to this program that support the show and we want to thank our main sponsor which is x mark lawnmowers pete i know you know this but i'm going to tell you again <laughs> they cut the most amazing lawn and they do it so quick you know if you want your shit cut quick and beautiful and it's green and lush if you want that it's got to be an X mark. You know what I'm saying? We we teach these anglers how to catch fish. Right. they got to find the time to get out there and use these lessons. Right. And if you want the time, get an X, get an X mark because it cuts it quick. Also want to thank uh, Liquid Mayhem, or Mayhem, depending on how you say it. <laughs> it depends on what part of the country <laughs> yep. you're from. Yep. Uh, what an amazing scent. We got to use it last week, filming with Hunter Shyrock. We used it uh, on the Bay with Pete. We used it on Salem Canal with Dave. And we used it in tough conditions on the Delaware River in the Woody Hole, and it helped. It really did. So shout-out to Liquid Mayhem. Awesome scent product. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Oh, and by the way, Bri, they have five flavors. Shad, garlic, minnow, crawl, garlic, leech, and garlic crawl. Five flavors. <laughs> five flavors. Uh... Mind you of uh, the Ike Foundation. We've been talking about a lot of great organizations tonight. Uh, just want to throw in there real quick, sprinkle it in there. The Ike Foundation, uh, if you've got some product you want to donate, especially rods and reels, laying around in the garage, you want to get rid of them, don't throw them away. Please donate them. Uh, kids all across the country could get that product and get in- introduced to the sport of fishing. You can find it through the Ike Foundation at mikeicinelli.com slash Ike Foundation. Um, and want to remind you, Carbon TV is now showing old episodes of City Limits Fishing. Did you know that? Oh, nice. Uh, there we uh, go. You,
3: you have notified us last yeah, week. Yeah, pretty That's cool, also, right?
0: The old episodes. Uh, people got to be loving that because
3: I can't tell you how many people I fish with that Asked me about City Limits, how much they loved yeah, it's it, a and cool wished show. it was still on the air.
0: It was a really cool show. Yeah. Uh, my wife was just sitting here. She just joined the show. She was putting kids to bed, and I noticed she ran away real quick because she has a little monitor. Like still, uh, we still use the yeah, baby yeah, monitors yeah, here. Absolutely. And we heard one of the babies crying, so she just booked. She just ping. Yeah, she yeah, just yeah, went yeah. away. Hey, real, real
5: quick. What do um, you got, Brian? In the interest of wives. Yes. Today is my
0: wife's birthday.
5: Yes. And I'm here.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow! Happy Sorry, birthday, honey!
5: Happy birthday! Wow! <laughs> Sh- you, shout out the, Sh- yes. out the hedge! Shout out the hedge of the house! Happy yes. birthday, Heather! Yeah, It's a good sport.
0: Happy birthday! Wow! And yep. and here's other big news. Heather actually is her birthday today today. She actually turns 29 years old today. Yeah. Heather's go. 29. Absolutely. Brian, how'd you get such a younger woman? Uh, I do what I can, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's pretty good for a carpenter.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. Nice.
0: Okay. Uh, we still have... Uh, let's let's see here. Let's hey, get a... I got a, uh, I got a really good phone call. Yeah.
3: Actually, I don't know if it's really good, but...
0: Okay. Oh, you have a, we have Vegas, a caller. So it's exciting. Oh, we have a caller? Yes, we have Okay. A caller. caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What's
7: up, man? My name's James. I'm from Vegas, actually. Hey, James. How you doing tonight? How you doing, man? Uh, just one long-time listener and a uh, huge fan of you, man. Actually, I uh, I hit you up on Instagram when you were out here uh, for SEMA last week or a week, two weeks ago. I couldn't make it over there, man. I wanted to meet you and shake your hand. Anyways, uh, you know, listening to tonight's Show and stuff like that. listening to Rudy about the rod building and stuff like that. Being that he had, uh, you know, obviously a long-term career prior to making his life fishing... You know, I'm sure you get a lot of questions about you know young kids and stuff like that. How how do I get sponsors? So or how, how do I become a pro? Mine is similar, but not. You know, I, I know I'm older. I'm mid 30s. I'm never going to be a term, tournament angler. Why but not? You know, watching last week's show with Hunter and him doing the filming and bringing fishing, bass fishing, and you know, general to a broader audience. Yeah. How did you guys make the transition from having a full time, you know, twenty plus year career into making your life absolutely fishing? It's a great
0: question. It's a uh, great question, right? Uh, that,
7: that you know, I've been a tattoo artist for fifteen years. You know what I mean, and and I still love it, but I love fishing more. <laughs> you uh, know. You know the, so how, how do you how do you make that jump? You know.
1: It's a great question. Yeah, that, that that's a damn good question. Um, you know, it's it's first off, you gotta want to do it. You gotta truly yep. want to do it. It is tough. Passion. You gotta have, you gotta passion. have a passion for it. I'm, you know, I'm 44 years old, man. I was uh, I was been doing uh, doing the military thing since I was 17. Yeah. That's all I know. I'd fish when I could, which wasn't very often. But uh, you gotta be passionate about it. And you just, you know, the 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 whole sponsor question. Man, I've dealt with that too through through my rod company. Um, it's it's you got to be genuine, man. You got to be you got to be honest. You got to be uh, you got to give back to that uh, to that uh, business that that's sponsoring you. And and, and it, I think the most important part is you got to do what you can for that company. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, it's not about free shit. It's not about uh, you know, repping sponsors, having a, a hundred different sponsors on your jersey. It's it's being genuine and being a real person and, and truly. Uh, Knowledgeable about that product, and you want to give back to that company and help that company, and and uh, doing everything you can to support that company.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And as far as as busting into the tournament scene, uh, the only things, the only thing uh, stopping you is there an opportunity right now. Yeah. You know, you just got to get I, out and guess, do it.
7: I guess the question is not even not even like getting into the tournament scene, but just. Just you know, I don't even know. Getting a job in fishing, you know? Hey, yeah. I need a you need a personal
0: assistant. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good start. Yeah, you know? I actually I actually do, and I think uh, Pete, the, Pete does too to manage yeah. his hair because yeah. it's so big. Yeah, my, my mustache needs a personal yeah. assistant. Yeah, needs product. one. <laughs> I have no, a thick yeah. mustache. I can trim
4: it for you. No? It is. No, you know, the, the thing I want to yeah.
0: add to that uh, seriously is in the fishing industry. There are so many different arms yeah. that you can get involved. So it's, you know, tournament fishing is one of them. Yep. Uh, there's so right. many other ones. You know, Hunter with the videos. Yep. You know, uh, Rudy with the rod building. Guiding. Yep. There's so many different elements. Um, you, you know, so I think there's avenues to get involved in, in sport fishing and fishing in a lot of different ways. So. You know, even with what you mentioned, you know, you're a tattoo artist. Um, you know there yeah. there's in my mind, there's a conversion there, yeah, you know from from the art standpoint, you know, there's something yeah. missing in our sport right now from you know true artists. and, and maybe that maybe that's your entry into the sport. So yeah. a lot of avenues. Yeah,
7: yeah. I'm, I'm from a you know a younger generation i'm i'm thirty three, you know, so I, I grew up a punk skater kid, you know what I mean? And like the whole swim bait scene on the west coast, you know, I and mean? yeah. you see a lot of that influence in it. And there's, you know, Thrasher Skateboard magazine. There's a guy named Mike Gilbert who's their like digital director, but he's yeah. an average, avid uh swim bait guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's doing some some stuff right now that's like blowing minds with GoPro footage and just making it like skate videos for bass fishing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like stuff that I'm looking at, you know, trying to trying to bring it to uh, maybe maybe more of an alternative, not your cookie cutter jersey and khaki southern yeah. bass fisherman. You know what I mean. I'm just trying to. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to get into the industry it's and a, find a niche. It's <laughs> a multiple well, that,
0: billion
1: dollar business. It's yeah. You know, it, there's yeah.
0: so much money involved in sport, and it's great to hear yeah. you say that because I think our sport needs more alternative people involved in the sport. Mm-hmm. That's how it grows, yeah. the sport, when when new people That's get involved. True. And by the way, um, if you do cover-ups, Pete actually has... Well, that'd be great, because Pete actually has a <laughs> tattoo of a heart, and it says, Sweetie Petey, on his ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could cover that up with anything, you know...
7: <laughs> oh, man, I totally could. Actually, oh. Ike, you, uh, you just followed me back on Instagram. I, I think the weekend you were out here on... Uh first team, uh, my name's James, and uh, my screen name's like James underscore Ferrero or whatever, but man, I'll come out there and I will cover that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know,
2: Mike's sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. I'd get that. Mike's joking
3: around about, about covering up that tattoo. I'm not interested in covering that up. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that
0: tattoo. We're keeping it. He got that when he was oh, 10. Yeah, awesome. hey, take, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate thanks, it. You. Hey, man.
7: Thanks for you guys' time. Thank you for your service to you guys, man. It's been a great show and I, I look forward to more shows uh, listening to all your stuff. I, I appreciate it a lot for taking my call, man.
0: Thanks for the call. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. All right, bud. Bye. bye. Sorry to cover your, your, uh, your
7: <laughs> past. <there>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shelly's all mad. Nobody's <laughs> supposed to <laughs> No, no one knows about that tattoo except her. But now the whole world knows. That's crazy. Well, Brian's got some embarrassing tattoos too. We won't get into that. That's for next show. Just one. Just one.
1: <laughs> Tattooed yourself, didn't you, Brian? <laughs> I was bored. Yes.
0: Okay. Whatever. Uh, let's see. We've got man. We're. This is. I can tell you. We always say it. The sign of a good show is the clock, and there's no doubt it's about it. This show has absolutely felt—it's felt like 30 minutes yeah, to yeah, me—and yeah. we're we're at three hours already. What an amazing show! Uh, what do you got, Brian? I've two got, items left. I've got two, two items left. Okay. I've got two items. Go, Pete. What do you got? First is I'm
3: going to take care of a little business. We talked a little Bass University stuff, and I just want to let everybody know that we've got 20% off class registrations for the Massachusetts, Ohio, and Oklahoma class now through Friday only. So check that out at the Bash wow. University. window. We're going to have uh, the Texas, the Harrisburg, and the can- Canadian uh, Bash University classes up very soon. Look for those as well as look for some Black Friday BassU TV promotions that we're going to be having up. Uh, Ottofo's Jerk Bait class was just added, and how appropriate is that wow. uh, around the country right now? So uh, yeah, so, cold,
0: cold water. So yeah.
3: check that out and. You're, you're a good buddy of John Cruz. You travel a lot together. He's a good friend to us. And John knows his tool, uh, as you know. <laughs> and, um, his, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know John's tool? <laughs> yeah. He sure well, knows I'm, his tool. I'm about to because about John's it? seminar called Know Your Tool... Wow! Actually, know your tools. Tools (laughs) is uh, is being launched um, coming up next week on Bash University TV. Wow! So that's the latest and greatest with Bash University TV. Check it out at thebashuniversity.com. Lots of great
0: stuff coming real soon. Awesome, awesome, okay. Uh, l- let's uh, do a couple things. Did you have something else, Peter? Or was I, that have,
3: it? I have one other thing, and okay. I got. I have to go outside to get it. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Uh, let me uh, remind you, give you a quick update on the show schedule in the coming weeks, and it's very, very exciting. Uh, December 6th, we have... The cast crew from Chicago, Illinois, is coming in town. Illinois. uh, Illinois. And we're going to have a (laughs) – shut up, Brian. (laughs) And we're going to have a urban bass fishing special. We're going to be talking to those guys and talking to anglers from all over the country from cities. And that's really cool. Uh, December 20th is our Christmas special. And joining us is the one, the only, Dave Mercer uh, is going to be joining us from Canada Probably dressed as Santa Claus. Okay. Nice. Uh, and then uh, let me let me flash forward to the next couple big ones after that. January 3rd, I know you've been waiting for it. Kevin Van Dam hey, joins hey. us on the show. And then February 21st, Jay Proz, also known as Jacob Proznik, is in studio, drinking beer, shooting shots, doing everything else, getting drunk with us in the studio. Uh, Pete, what do you got there? Is that a uh, what do you what do you got? That's well, interesting. You know,
3: we we had heard this comment that one of our boys doesn't get any love on his
0: birthday. No, he doesn't get any love. In fact, he always he, he doesn't get love, he gets like uh, like shit thrown at him. <laughs> the opposite. Doesn't get any love and he gets shit thrown at him. Yes.
3: But, but it's my understanding that uh, Mr. Dave Brosnick is having a birthday. What? No. Oh. Uh, hey, hey. What and uh we, we we pulled all of our resources. Yes. And and we know he's trying to lose weight, yes. but we got him an attire. Box of Cinnabons. Birthday Cinnabons. First birthday. (laughs) First birthday. Wow. Happy birthday. Look at this thing. Unfortunately, we don't have a lighter to light the candle. Wow. (laughs) That's
0: amazing.
4: That's for you. Wow. We got a birthday card. Happy Happy birthday, Dave. And one big candle in the middle.
0: (laughs) Happy birthday, Dave. And let me remind everybody, uh, we we haven't taken notice of Dave's birthday in like... Forty-four or forty-five years. Ever. God, <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless
5: my wife throws a party, that's the only right, way. Nice. That's the only time.
0: Uh, but uh, a lot of us are old in here. Dave is actually turning thirty-seven. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> thirty-seven years old. Yeah. Dave. Get out of here. I, I'm I'm the
5: eldest Young man. Oh, the elders. <laughs> How old are our group? You actually? We, we are 44, guys. Oh, 44. God, no.
1: Yeah. Wow, quack, quack. Good age.
0: That's the quack, quack. <laughs> is that your age? <laughs> age. 44 well, is ah. the quack, quack age. Quack, quack. I am the old Happy guy. Happy birthday, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So that, we were thinking about him for a
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Talking about all we talk about your big head. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> cake right
5: there. I'm going to eat some of that. <laughs> <Is this> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I can tell
3: you right now, I open up that box. It's filling up this room with cinnabons yeah, oh, yeah. now. yeah. <laughs> It's mm. something else. It's,
5: it's calling you. It's calling you. You guys are no That's different. You
1: guys are no different than we are, man. We we raz each other, and we like if somebody's struggling and and, and they have a, a hurdle ahead of them, uh, not that you're struggling, Dave, but uh, with the weight loss thing, <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the weight That's loss funny. thing. Yeah, you just you, you put a little bit of pressure out of love. You put yeah. a little bit of pressure on them. You know, it's all good stuff. We'll be on a heavy ruck march, and uh, you find out oh, man, I got this extra 20-pound rock in my rucksack for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) You know, 25 miles later, uh, same thing. So happy birthday, man.
8: Happy <laughs> uh, l-
0: Let me let me tell you, it was an amazing show tonight. Uh, huge thank you to our in studio guests, uh, Mark McCallum, Jack Ontario, Rudy. Uh, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Before we let you go, yep. uh, any, anything d- d- you want to give a, a social media post? Oh that man, we can follow you guys and what you're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. At uh, 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 at Captain Jack Ontario, CPT Jack Ontario. Uh, for uh, Twitter and then Jack underscore Ontario for Instagram. Uh, those are my two main two main ones and uh,
2: Mark? at, at Crankbait78 uh for both my Instagram and Twitter. And I'm not old enough to be on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> just nice hand. Dude. Facebook <laughs> has <laughs> dust yeah. on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Mike, if I could real quick, buddy, um, uh, I'd love to give a shout out to our wives. Absolutely.
0: You know, uh, Carrie.
1: I love you, baby. Thank you for uh, put, putting up with my bullshit for 25 years, and uh, she stood by me. Uh, it's a rough industry we start. Mark and I started out in, and uh, divorce ratio is pretty high. But uh, she's been there the whole way for me. Wow, uh, that's amazing. Thanks, baby, uh, and uh, Mark for Miss Candace.
2: Miss Candace, thank you. Did you get Did you get that picture? Yeah. For her? yeah, and we Uh-oh. got. Uh, I sent him a real good picture, Miss Candice. There were some of the perks that some of the SF wives will get.
1: Okay.
2: I can't it, but and then be good. Uh, thank you Miss Candace. And,
1: and then real quick, uh you know what we do, as you guys know, I mean, I'm preaching in the choir. It's expensive what we do. Yeah. And now uh, we got some we got some good sponsors, man, that, that that help take care of us. Uh you know, Hydrowave uh Hydrowave Rocks Roxas, uh they're keeping us straight. We've got uh, they were 8.
2: Hydrowave hit me up while we we're yeah. going through this tonight and uh John was listening from the uh, deer blind and water. Yeah,
1: yeah. FBI Gears, uh, sister company to Hydraway, man, it makes some, some really badass glasses. They float, so you don't lose them. Uh, um, you know, we got Skirmish Baits who are, are going way out of their way to, to, to make these badass lures for us uh, to give back your special op survivors. You got Bait Works. Um, you've got Bayou Bug Jigs that uh, keep us in jigs. So we like to jig fish a lot. So, uh, hook gear, uh, you know keeping us dry, keeping us in some performance uh, t-shirts and stuff. Thanks to all those guys, man. Uh, it, it's awesome. Appreciate it.
0: And, Brian, you got a
4: picture, uh, too. There now. she there goes.
1: There goes. Ah, Miss Candace. Miss flying. Yeah. <laughs> there she is flying in the Blitz tunnel. Bless her heart. <laughs> hey,
2: uh, I mean, Salmo's doing a really cool thing this year Yes, with Salmo. This. Salmo out of Minnesota, uh, to, you know, more of a, a northern bay company with the northerns and muskie fishing and that and and uh, we we designed some lures with them this year yep. so we, when you are talking about the lure design and process yeah. we had a lot of fun with that. Really and they cool. came out yep. with some new colors and that and they and they worked with our team yep. exclusively on some of the colors. Uh, But they're doing a thing down to Classic this year. They'll have a booth set up, and we're going to have some Team Special Ops Survivor hats that will be down there. We can trade your hat in for one of the Team Special Ops Survivor hats, Uh, and they're running a thing down there. So Uh, just unbelievable support for them, guys. Thrasher Thrasher Apparel is helping us out with our jerseys all the time. We'll give him very minimal heads up, like, hey, we need this, and I need it done now. And he's doing some neat stuff with our jersey this year, making it more like our combat shirts. Uh, so it really helped us out quite a bit with that. That's cool. Hey, That's awesome.
3: let us know how we can help when we're having a new event or whatever we can do to help get the word out. Absolutely, You know, we'd love to help. And when you come back to the Potomac or you're doing anything nearby, man, I'd love to participate.
1: Well, well Pete, I, I, since you threw it out there, man, oh. I'll hit you with it, dude. Uh, be careful what you ask for now. <laughs> so, now I'm, I'm, you know what, I'll hit I'll hit both you guys with it. Uh, uh, this book deal, man, it's, uh, it's really important to me. And I, I really, I'm looking for some neat stories uh, of stressful situations. And I know for a fact both of you have experienced some stressful situations, and you could probably tie it in to fishing. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, uh, a a small short story contributing to the book, I think... uh, I think we'd go a long way, man. That'd, that'd be cool. huge. Well, I have to ta- put you on the spot now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy. To, I'm happy yeah. to help.
3: I'm a I'm a slow writer. That's fine. But uh, you know, I, I, I'm off the winter. I'm in my office more than I'm okay. uh, on the water. So uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'll get you some of the, uh, you know, stressful... We'll talk
1: offline. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I, like, you know, trying to take two military guys and put them on fish. <laughs> or on <test> me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> we'll tell
3: that story, and I'll get that right over to you. All righty, <laughs> all righty, man. Good and, deal. And
0: I would like to contribute also. Yeah. Uh, so everybody look out for it. It's going to be a great book, Yep. Uh, even though Pete might ruin it with his <laughs> uh, How to Fish Like a Green Beret. Yep. It's going to be coming to a bookstore near you soon. Yep. Thank, you guys, thank so you, guys, so much. Thank what you, an man, freaking! amazing freak. I couldn't think of a better way to have a Thanksgiving special than have these guys All have right, man. tonight. Thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you, guys. And thank you for watching tonight. Uh, tune in December 6th for the next show. Have a great night. Have a great Thanksgiving. See you later from the cast and crew of Ike Live. Good night, everybody! Ooh. Good night,
7: <laughs> Lamb of God. <laughs>
4: Dude, oh, man. The send of delivery.